Yeah, you really need it. Here we are back at Way Radio Boston. Hell Hall is rocking food review live from the Westover Inn, 1846 Tavern Studios. I am your host, Hal Holiday. I'm here every Tuesday night from 6 to 9. I'm usually joined by Mama Kim, but she got stuck in traffic out coming back from Maine, so she'll be here soon. But uh, besides Mama Kim, we have an in-studio guest tonight. Mr. Brian Wall's with us tonight. Brian, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you, Paul? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. How can we not be well? Exactly. Thanks right. for having me. Oh, uh, my pleasure. So uh, Brian's going to play some tunes later on in a little bit, but... Uh, so we're happy to have you in the studio, man. Thank you for coming down here. And uh, the temperature dropped man, like crazy. Yeah, it was great this afternoon. And as soon as the sun starts to go down, forget the, about it. The minute it. you pulled up, I opened the door. I was like, woo, what just happened? I might be a vampire. He <laughs> could be. I heard rumors. I, yeah. I did hear rumors about you being a vampire. <laughs> so you listen to Hell Holiday's Rock and Food Review. We're here every Tuesday night from 6 to 9, live from the Westover in 1846 Tavern Studios. You can find us on WRBRocks.com and uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, you can listen to us live on uh, 365 or Spotify or on WRBRocks.com. If you want to call in tonight, our Hebrews listener line, 617-829-9283. Papa Andre's line or the text line, 617-764-9283 if you're shy. We have uh, music 24-7 streaming and we have live shows almost every day here on Wave Radio Boston. On Mondays, we start your week off with Bottoms Eye Appetite for Discussion with Ashley Bottoms from 7 to 9. On Tuesdays, we have Hal Holiday's Rock and Food Review, which you're listening to now from 6 to 9. Wednesdays, we have Live from the Fallout Shelter from 8 to 10. On Thursdays, Who I Am Radio from 5 to 6. And then the big, big show, the original show, the big one with Pete Becker and John Anthony, the first wave from 8 to 11 p.m. on Thursday nights. Friday with the takeover with our former third chair, Mr. Mike Lachance, the big boss man, Merrimack Valley Madman, 7 to 9. On Sunday, we have Double Click Radio with my boy, partner in crime, Eddie Dyer from 12 to 2. And Harmonic Headspace from 7 to 9 to get you back into sleepy mode for Sunday night. Or stone mode, wherever we want to be in. But anyway, uh, that's what we have going on here at Wave Radio Boston. And... Uh, if you haven't tuned in before, this is your first time tuning in. Welcome to the show. If not, bear with me. I am Hal Holiday, your host. I am a professional chef and musician, songwriter. I've done theater. I've done everything in the restaurant business aspect, pretty much, uh, including cleaning grease traps and sorge, whatever you need to do. That's what I do. I love food. I love music. I love beer. And that's what I'm here to do every week is bring you what I love. And that's my stick. And I'm sticking to it. Uh, Mama Kim is not here yet, but she will be here. She comes every week. Uh, she is also a background in food and beverage. She has done many, many roles in the food and beverage business from mixologist, bar manager, food and beverage director, sales, everything else to the top of the sun. And that's what Mama Kim does. And she brings you every week the beer and review sponsored by Navigation Brewing out of Lowell, Massachusetts, our favorite brewery in Lowell. Um, this week, we're going to talk about um, the wonderful meal we had at uh, Skola's Restaurant in Drakeit for my mother's birthday. Mama Dubuque was, uh, I'm not telling you how old she is. I think it was 49 or 50. But uh, her birthday was this weekend on Sunday. We had a wonderful dinner. We'll talk about that in a bit. I uh, just told you our week's music guest is Brian Wall. He's playing live tonight in studio. Brian, say hi. Again. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, and uh, Brian, yeah, he's been around the scene for a long time with many, many different bands. and Yeah, probably longer than I'd like to admit at this point. <laughs> well, you look great for 30, so... Oh. Uh, he started with six. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, we got Mama Kim's beer review tonight. Is Hobbs Brewing out of Ossipee, New Hampshire. 
brought to you by Navigation Brewing. Um, so, yeah, we have a pretty exciting show tonight. I'm pretty pumped about this. Um, Brian, you got, you're doing all originals tonight? I'm going to do all original. Yeah. Yeah. We love that. And that's what we do here, man. Bringing local and original. And Yeah, and these are uh, these are normally tunes I'll play with my band Sip and Whiskey, but uh, I also play as a solo artist. So Cool. Are these uh, newer tunes? Are these uh, all arrayed of years back, mm. present? Most of them are newer. Cool. Yeah, on the newer side. So this is like world premiere for you. Look at this walked in. Look at this. World premiere of Brian Wall's music and Mama Kim just walked in looking very, very executive, I have to say. Yeah, I feel underdressed right now. I do too. I feel like I'm going to get like fired. <laughs> HR just walked in. I'm in trouble. <laughs> did you set my microphone up correctly? I did. Did you oh, hear good. it? Because yeah, you don't have headphones on, so you can't hear it. Hold on. Here I am. <laughs> Are you surprised I'm here this early? No, you said 615. It's 607, so that's pretty oh, good. I'm early. Oh, look at you. You must have been uh, flying. Uh, that yeah. that's just like a, a woman. She's early to being late. <laughs> I'm gonna write I a do song. My best. I'm gonna write I do a song. My best. I think I'm gonna write a song just like a woman. Oh wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I think Copyright I, infringement. I, think I heard that before. Yeah. So, so welcome, Thank Mama you. Kim. I already introduced Thank you, by the way, told me your background oh, and everything good. else. I, hope, I, hope I didn't talk was... about the stripper poles or anything. Oh, good. Thank about... you. Thanks for leaving that out. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really appreciate it. And you that. and Brian go back Many many years. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've definitely hung out for. Yeah, I think I got couple. introduced to the sawmill crew around 2004, so it's back as far as. That's yeah. yeah. Around that time. It's almost 20 years ago. I, yeah, whenever you start putting dates on things, it makes me go wait a minute. I told you you were six. You babysat I, you on sawmill. It was very nice. Exactly. <laughs> were you part of that crew that used to um, practice in Mike's bedroom? Yes, I was. <laughs> no, no, that was me, Cody, and Matt. <laughs> no, they literally in their bedroom upstairs would set, oh. set up. Well, it's funny you say that because my friend Cody and Matt Seops, who I started the How Holiday thing with, God, 12, almost 12 years ago now, if not longer, we used to practice in Cody's bedroom in the basement when Cody lived there with Audrey. And <laughs> so we had the big room on the right. That we room practiced. is definitely, that house has seen lots of uh, rehearsals. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did. We, we used to bring our equipment in and out every single whatever oh my God. Tuesday why or would Thursday. You, why didn't you just use the basement? Oh, somebody living down there. Someone was living down there, yeah. And yeah, there was almost always someone living like down there. It was like a revolving there. door. Yeah. <laughs> and the bedroom seemed to be like the biggest space. Yeah, they would set right up in the bedroom. Well, the living room was pretty big, but I'm sure like someone would want to watch TV or something. Yeah, so it was yeah. Not a good exactly. Idea. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And, you know, <clears throat> while it was happening, it seemed weird, but now looking back, it's even weirder. Well, yeah, because at the time, everybody was, was young. Nobody really Worked. put a second thought to like the fact that you would just lug all your equipment in. You had free jam space, right? Someone lent you their bedroom. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, that was a lot better than spending 100 bucks, you know, a night right? to rehearse. A- absolutely, you yeah. Know, we 400 had, bucks a month, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, centralized, too, where we could all meet there, you know. Yeah. I was, I'm in Nashua, so from yeah. Nashua. If I said that to you now, though, you'd be like, screw you, dude. I'm not going to someone's <laughs> bedroom and lugging my shit up and downstairs all night. You're nuts. That's, yeah. a, that's what happens once you're in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I don't know. I guess if, you know, if it meant getting to play some music, I might Actually, do Actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should talk to Mike, because Eddie's selling the house that he, he grew up in, <laughs> you know, and we're not we're going to need rehearsal space soon, so we should talk to Mike. Yeah, I, would, I would talk to Liz. I, I don't know that I'd talk to Mike. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely Cause, get cleared cause from Liz. I guarantee there's probably a 
about a 90% chance that Mike would say yes and yeah, like that's about all, that's a all 2% I need. chance that Liz would say yes. I just need Mike to say yes, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> what year was that anyways? It must have been like 2008 or 9 or something. Yeah, around then. I moved in in 06, so it was right around that time period, yeah. 6, 7. And that wasn't that was far the, off. Me and Cody and Matt were playing down that basement in like 2009. Yeah, I think Cody, Cody probably moved in around 2009, 10. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, you're here on Hal Holly's Rocket View Review. Myself and Mama Kim, Brian Wall's here tonight. I've graduated from the bedroom to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. Good job. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so, we're going to be right back, take a quick break. We're going to come back, and Brian's going to play some tunes for us. And awesome. uh, we're going to talk to him about Just his background time. first. And uh, his little history that he started playing when he was two, and now he's 12. And uh, it's perfect. So <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> stick around. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, stick around here. Wait, Radio Boston. Hal Holly's Rocket for Review.
my hair. Hey, phrasing! Wave Radio Boston. You're sweet like a melon, sly like a felon, and I've been watching you dance all night. Party's slowing, how about going? Wanna walk with me inside? The stars are out, it's a perfect sky. What if we only had tonight? What if we never see the sunrise? I don't wanna wait. Your head fall down. Let your head fall down. I'm a whiskey drinker, late night thinker, and I've been wanting to figure you out. I like tea with my honey. I don't have much money. But I can show you what life's about The world's as big as we can dream What if we only had tonight? What if we never see the sunrise? I don't want to wait for the right time Let your hair fall down Let your hair fall down And I may not look like much My tattered rags and such Look at you all dressed in white And I may not run in your pack But I will get your back what if we only have tonight? What if we never see the sunrise? I don't want to wait for the right time For you and me to stop this run around What if we only have tonight? What if we never see the sunrise? This 
Wave Radio Boston is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at wrbrocks.com. Just press the big red listen button to listen to our live programming. You'll also find on-demand show replays, news, show schedules, and more. Go to wrbrocks.com for everything Wave Radio Boston. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. Thank you, Mama Kim. Welcome back to Hal Holly's Rock and Food Review, live from the Westover in 1846 Tavern Studios. You just heard Down the Road by the Elevators and Let Your Hair Down by Mr. Adam Ezra. So uh, local artists as well as national and actually, yeah, worldwide too, some of them. But uh, that's what we do here on Wave Radio Boston and Hal Holly's Rock and Food Review. And uh, we have with us tonight, uh, Mr. Brian Wall is in studio, who's going to play some originals for us. Hello, Brian, again. Hello, everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome. And, uh, Thanks again for having me. Oh, absolute pleasure, Anytime. man. Anytime. I feel like I just saw you. <laughs> yeah. I think you did. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the last time. <laughs> hmm. hmm. It's been hmm. a while. <laughs> uh, actually, it's funny that... Uh, you know, I, I, I think we were talking to Brian on, on Saturday because he came to the show after his show, which is very nice of you. Thank you very much. It was and, great. And it was not like you said you're nervous tonight. Well, you know, here I am playing tunes out now on guitar and you show up and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> now, she's it, like, hey, you got to play. I'm like, oh, Brian's here. <laughs> it, yeah. Hi, Brian. <laughs> I thought you sounded great. I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known you hadn't been playing. Oh, well, see? thank you. That's see? very nice of you. You're not going to say it on the microphone on the radio. You look like you sucked. But but I was telling Kim at, <laughs> at, the, at the bar. And one of the things that I was thinking is, you know, it's your second instrument. As a vocalist, that's your first instrument. Correct. And so you did have some transferable skills in the sense of knowing rhythm and knowing sure. when, you know, the changes are going to happen. So you yeah. kind of, you parlayed that into your second instrument and it sounded very smooth. I Thank like you. It. And of course, you know, playing guitar that you, uh, you, you, when you start playing, you pick the songs that you're really familiar with and you like a lot and it's in your heart and you... Yes. You know, to get into that rhythm. and Well, of course. I mean, you're, you're going to go out and put your best foot forward, especially without a ton of experience, right? Of course. You're not going to go out there and try some <laughs> Beethoven's new, new, new song yeah. that, you know, you just learned this morning that you yeah. never heard of before. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and it's also, uh, you know, funny that we had talked about it afterwards, me and Kim were talking about it, and I said, yeah, I, a lot of people, uh, and you know, uh, say, oh, I want to play guitar, I want to play guitar, and... It's not that easy, <laughs> one. And nope. two, to sing and play guitar is even harder. Oh, so yeah. I had the leg up because of, like you said, been playing for years as a singer. And, Absolutely. And know the music and the material. So it's a little bit more, you know, not as challenging, but it's still very, very challenging. It is in that whole, you know, pat your belly and rub your head that, sort of thing exactly going on. That's exactly what I said to her. I go, with, it's like patting your belly, rubbing your head and all yeah. that stuff and whatever. It's like Yeah, you got to untether those two things and be able to do one independently of the other. Yeah, you got to open channels in your, in your mind to like separate. Absolutely. It's crazy, right? Yeah. But we do that every day and not even know we're doing it and it just becomes natural after a while. So Yeah, it, it gets easier and, you know, the more practice you put in. Uh, well, let's talk about that. So, uh, we'll start with you talking about your background. How did you get involved in music? What started that? Uh, well, I started music when I was about 19. I was going to UMass Lowell and I had a bunch of friends that were um, music major students, uh, and 
What was your major? Undecided. <laughs> what is it now? Undecided. Uh, it's still undecided. Yeah. I do. I, I have a business degree, but um, that's not really a passion. That's just you know functional. Yeah. But it's a, I. It pays the bills. It yeah. It pays some of them. <laughs> it, it does pay most of them. Um, so I, I, I would hang out with my my buddies that were music students, and I've always loved music. I actually. I used to hang out with a, a friend of mine that played drums since he was, you know, old enough to hold sticks. And I would, I was telling Kim, I'd go to his house and I'd be like, "Hey, will, will you play your drums?" He's like, "What are you, what are you gonna do?" I'm gonna sit here and listen. <laughs> He's like, "That's kind of weird." I'm that's, like, "No, it's not. Your drums are great. Will you play?" And he would, you put your headphones on, play to a song. I'll sit here and listen. <laughs> he wouldn't even play to a song. I would just have him bang on the drums, do whatever you normally what, do. What by was yourself. his name, by the way? Scott DeFusco. Oh, I. I know that he ended up being in like some really heavy like death metal and wow black metal bands and things of that nature but long story I guess long story long um, one of my buddies uh, who actually just recorded our our album the engineer he said he'd give me lessons and immediately I was like this is great I like playing guitar and he's like do you want to learn how to read music I'm like is that is that what I should do? He's like, well, some people do. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was so green. I was like, yeah, sure. And I just kept She's just wanting to learn more. Way. And he taught me how to read in first position. And, and like an idiot, I <laughs> just continued to go with it. And he was like, hey, maybe you could be a music student. I was like, sure. I don't have a major. And and then six months later, I was auditioning, and I only knew how to play two things. Well, I guess four things. I knew how to play Autumn Leaves, the jazz standard, as mm-hmm. a chord solo, which I couldn't do that today. <laughs> he, ta- <laughs> he taught me um, like a, a classical piece, just like a first position classical piece. Sure. I learned how to read very basic up to like some eighth note stuff in first position, mm-hmm. and... Uh, major and minor scales. And those were literally the only things I knew how to play in the whole world. I didn't learn any... Yeah, but those are all very important to getting to the next step. I mean, I've been... Well, they're a little backwards. I consider myself the Benjamin Button of guitar playing (laughs) because I did it all backwards. Um, I didn't learn any rock and roll songs. I didn't learn how to strum a guitar. I always just kind of did that jazz plucking thing. And I got in... Somehow I I faked him out and I, I got into the school and then i went to my first class and this every, umass yeah umass it's every, music for music that's funny everyone around me had been playing through it, middle school and high school they're like how'd you and not only that here? but umass <laughs> umass is a really really good music program well, you that's don't realize what, that's that. what he's implying yeah, yeah. But i'm saying they spend people spend a half million dollars to get an education at berkeley and umass is really good umass can't be good and so in fairness i i sort of used a loophole so they had the sound recording program Mm -hmm. and you need to play an instrument to be in the sound recording program but you don't have to be as good as if you were as a performance major and so i went in the back door as a sound recording music major somehow got in and then was way over my head like (laughs) way over my head and i but i loved it because my homework was learning to play music and so that's you know i took all my electives like i didn't take hardly any core courses i just like Dumped myself into performance and did that for a couple of years. And then you know, I stopped going to school for music, but, um, <laughs> but it worked I, out. I learned a but life. You learned a lot. I learned a lifetime yeah. 
of information that I'm still trying to digest today. And so, oh, it's it's so I just started taking lessons a year and a half ago, and I'm on like first solos now and stuff like that, you know. And it's like you you go through these weeks where it's like, oh, this isn't that's not bad at all. So I I did it the right way too. I started learning how to read music right off the bat. Like I could have said, oh, just teach me how to play chords. Yeah. No, he's like, I'm going to teach you how to read music as well. So, which I'm like now, I'm like, oh God, it's like math, right? There's a little bit of math. Yeah. Well, there's math and theory. Reading music is more just memorization. Right, right. But the theory of it's the like incredible. Got, yeah. Incredible. So now I'm at the point where I'm like one, one of those frustrating lessons that he's like, this could, this sometimes takes people months to get down. You Absolutely. Know? He's like, you're doing really well. Like You're ahead of the game. I'm like, I don't see that because I'm so like. Ugh. Well, you're in the moment of it. You yeah. can't reflect until you take a step back later. And people don't realize that like it's not as easy as you think. Like, I'm just going to pick a guitar and play. You know, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. No, it's not that easy. My nephew tried it. He's like, it's crazy. He's like, I was like, oh. I, I tend to think you need to give it a good six months of nothing being musical. Yes. And just being willing to go through the mechanics. Yeah, the technical side. The technical side. First, you got to get your some level of callus, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a callus and yeah. you can't play for more than 15 minutes, then you just can't make any progress. And yeah. so you got to get that, and that doesn't just happen overnight. So you got to. It's a great point, and I also think like the six month thing is a great point. Six to eight months. Because, six to eight months, yeah. Because you're just like in your mind, you're like, "What am I doing? This is just ridiculous." Right. Ding, it, ding, ding, ding. Exactly. Ding, ding. It doesn't sound like music at all, and no. that's usually where people bail out, you know. Yeah. And it's easy. I can understand it. Like it's when the this this phases of lights that go on, you know, when the first light switch clicks, right? You're like, oh, wait a minute, you right. know. It's it's kind of like and you don't golfing. even know subconsciously. You don't even know what you're learning. That's no, what blows you don't. my mind. I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like doing these technical things. I'm like, how did I learn that? Like, because you don't even realize when you're practicing these one note songs and yeah, and, and you're learning it, finger techniques and moving and and usually the st- like for me when I was really practicing certain things it wouldn't show up in my playing for six months. So that exactly. was the other thing that I always found interesting is, you know, you, you put your head down and every night you're going over the same thing, over the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then you stop that and you move to something else. And then in the middle of playing one day, that thing you had been working on six months ago, Pops like up. shows up, you're like, oh, right now I get it. And then I have to wait for these things to become internalized. Well, you go back to your lesson from two months ago and all of a sudden you play it flawlessly, no problems. Well, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. He said you couldn't get through. You couldn't get through it. And, and sometimes like, oh. just that break. Yeah, some, you have yeah. to put it away, come back to it. Exactly. So, so yeah, so my music career started there, UMass Lowell. Um, immediately, I knew I wanted to play, like in a band. Like that was really um, the driving force. And my friend Jeremy, who had a band at the time, again, I didn't know I was overstepping my boundaries. I would go to his rehearsals. I would just hang out and tag along and, and sit in the room. And I didn't realize that that was weird, too. But I was like, <laughs> who's, this, guy? who's, I who's this groupie? Yeah, I just wasn't self-aware. Who's, but it, the Yoko whole, Ono. <laughs> that's right. But that whole process, it just, from day one, it intrigued me. And I was just, like, blown away that these guys were coming up with original music and writing it on the spot. And I just wanted to be around it, you know, sure. especially learning the instrument. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And, and you know, the guy that was teaching me was in the band. And so I wanted to get a band. And... Um, you know, my, the first band I was in, Bubinga, was with, you know, our, our mutual friend, Ryan Bernier. Um, yep. And we played from, 
like 2001 through like 2005 or six. I forget. I forget exactly what the timeline was. You, but guys, was, had, you guys had a good run too. You you did a lot of good shows too, right? We played a ton of shows. You know, we had so much fun. That was you know that was the thing for me where. I'd always wanted a band, and then when I finally was able to do it, it was like my baby. You know? Yeah. And yep. then, you know, meeting up with someone that was willing to share that journey. Mm-hmm. You know, Ryan has been a good friend since then, um, but you know, he he just he was the songwriter. You know, I was writing some stuff early on, like a couple of songs, but I didn't have a library of songs to pull from. Sure. And I didn't know what he it had. Doesn't happen overnight. So no, <laughs> no, no. And as a matter of fact, I you know. I never really wrote a lot of songs. I, I, for for that band, I think I had a couple well, on the album. And that's a good segue because my next question was like, tell us about your songwriting and how you started to write songs. So there uh, you go. So so this guitar here, the one that you're looking at, this is my Taylor. I bought this. Hi Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this in 2017. I finally was able to get a nice guitar, and a good buddy of mine, one of the most talented musicians I know, my friend Rob just talking on the phone and I was like, I finally got a nice guitar. And his first question was, how many songs have you written on it? A new instrument usually yields a new song. And I was like, I've already written three on my guitar. I've only had it for about two months. See, not even I hadn't. And I said, I said, Rob, I, I haven't written any songs. I haven't written songs in years and years. I don't really write songs. You know, that was, I've always, I was more the lead guitar player. And then, you know, um, I played drums in a band. I actually, with Mikey, I played lead. Mm-hmm. And then I, I stopped that band and played drums. I was a full time drummer in a band. We did a jam band thing. And then I went into a Floyd tribute band. And so I was. Which we saw. Yep. See you one time. Yep. That was great. And so. Um, and you played on China and Crazy Diamond, the whole thing. We, yeah, all we, parts. <laughs> we did play all parts. We played the Wish You Were Here album from start to finish. Yeah. That was the set. It yeah. was awesome. It and was, I was like, that takes a lot of balls. It was, <laughs> yeah, was like, that was so fun. Um, and I still hadn't, I wasn't writing songs. And then when I had that phone conversation, I hung up the phone. And I was like, maybe I should write a song. I don't know. I guess I should. <laughs> and so I, I sat down and I wrote a song. And, and I was like. Kept writing. And I have. Yeah, I, I kept writing. You got the bug. Yep. And that, uh, that was, I have it in my book here. I got to make sure I stay on this microphone, don't I? Well, that, well, was, that was November of 17. And then. As of today, I think I've got 45 written. Oh, oh wow. Wow, nice. Well, the pandemic probably helped that along too, right? Uh, honestly, it, it, the, the, the pace has been almost consistent. Like I'm about, you know, almost one a month. Yeah. In the beginning, like when I first, like that first song I wrote, the next night I was like, well, that was fun. Because I wrote the whole thing start to finish, everything just completed. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll do that again. And I did that twice in a row and I'm like it can't be this isn't going to happen oh you know yeah. every time but once which you it didn't once you get that feel though but like I started it's something passionate too like it's like boom yeah and it just became fun and it became something that I didn't know I could really do yeah and it was you know it wasn't something that I had been doing and um it was acoustic guitar driven where I'd always really played electric guitar mm-hmm. and so it was just this whole new adventure of like well let me see and then I I had about I want to say I had 10 to 12 and I just went to an open mic and I was like, well, now I got to like see if I can perform these. Yeah. Right. You know, because that was, you know, like, what am I going to do with these things? You know, it's, yep. you know, well, we were talking about the other night too, uh, at 
at Casey McGee's, which we should bring that up a little bit. That's a great place, by the way, in Nashville, Hampshire, Casey McGee's Pub. Uh, in yeah, Grill. cool vibe. Really cool vibe. Just a cool spot. Doing a great job out there. Fairly new owner. Uh, revamped the whole place, so it's awesome. Uh, but we were talking about that moment when you... <laughs> We both talking about right in the bridge, and that oh. moment when you get the right pitch is like, oh, that's it, that's it. Like, yes, you're, you're missing that piece of the song you can't figure out. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, I got it, I got it. Bridges are the best. Yes. they're tricky, and they are. Uh, they don't always just come, but like, but they make the song. They, they do make a lot of songs. Yeah, I really like bridges. Um, you know, if 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 you can get one in, some songs they don't need them. No, sometimes, that's yeah. fine. So, some, simple sometimes is the best way to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Well. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Just other people don't when they listen to it. So, <laughs> well, there's yeah, there's some of that. I, what I've been trying to remember is, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going on tour. I'm not going to be making a living. I'm going to write music that I like. Yeah, yeah. That and and I often and don't. If something have, comes out of it, then hey, awesome. I, right? I just don't often have control. Like I don't know exactly what the song is going to be about when I start, and sometimes it unfolds, and I'm like, I had no idea that was going to be the way that song went at all. You know, it'll start with the germ sure. of an idea of like some little riff, no thought of what oh. the chorus will be or what the bridge would be or anything it, else. Isn't it incredible when the, the finished work is done too and you're like, how did that get to this from that? Absolutely, you know? yeah. Like, and Kim was has been through the process uh, a few times now with the album I just put out and then some of the songs, stuff that she hears and... From the beginning to Ian and goes, what a unbelievable process! Like, yeah, holy cow! Yeah, and I think that sort of goes back to with that Beatles thing where we were talking. Like, yeah. they do the same thing. You know, you see the beginnings yeah. and the middles, and of course, theirs is so that. We're, like, we're just like them. We're ju- <laughs> <laughs> you guys we're are comparing ju- yourselves to the Beatles, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. We're ju- well, he compared himself to Jesus Christ, so we can do that uh, same thing. Okay. Yeah, we're just we're just like the Beatles. <laughs> So, speaking of the Beatles, Brian, why don't you uh, give us a few tunes, man? What do you get? Uh, sure. What this, do you want to play? I'll play. Uh, this one's called Jester and the King. Let me get uh, get this one going. Whenever you're ready, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Wall. Is the guitar coming through? I think so. Good. <laughs> Probably a good thing, right? Side down with 
what's wrong is right And I'm waiting for the king Oh my, what do I do? My hands are bound, wait for the news You got it wrong, hear the truth Oh me, oh my, what do I do? Cause I'm waiting Thank you. Yes. That was awesome. Not bad for a business major. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I like that's, that little catchy that didn't. Yeah, that's a nice dun, little dun, touch right dun, there. It's really catchy. Thank I like you. it. That's my, uh, my, I guess my ode to Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah. yeah I could hear a little bit of that. You could also hear a little Nile Rodgers in there. Not, you know, a little funkiness going on. That's called Jester and the King. Very nice. Good Very stuff. nice, man. So you just, that's one of the newest ones? 
new anymore. <laughs> but it's newer to the band. I mean, trying that, to introduce This is on the album that you're putting out soon, It correct? is not. No, oh, it's not. It's not. No, okay. Um, it'll be on the next one. All right, there you go. But, so it uh, is new for us then. It will be. Yeah, it'll be newer for everyone. But um, Awesome. I got I got uh, I got another newer one than that. Sure. Um, do what you want me to just absolutely. I don't know. What, it's your time, man. Be. This is you down here. It's your time. Excellent. Yeah, you can talk <laughs> about the songs before, after, when, whenever you feel appropriate. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one's called "Got That Feeling." up inside of me I can feel it It's coming on I can feel it A fire that's about to burn I got a feeling Rolling in like a storm Hey baby Dance with me one more night Pretty lady Step into the light Let me gaze a little while in your
I got that feeling I got that feeling Oh, can you feel it? I got a feeling I got that feeling Can you feel it? I got that feeling. How can you feel it? Good stuff. Very good. Thank you. That's what B to minus is supposed to sound like. That's what? But B minus is supposed to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because you said Dave Matthews for the first song. That reminds me a little bit like OAR. Okay. I get a little bit of that like sort of jammy, very sort of uplifting yeah, yeah. vibe. So, so that song is actually about a song or how... Like a dream about a dream? No. So, <laughs> so every time I finish writing a song, I've had this conversation with some people. Every time I finish writing a song, I just think, well... That might be the last one. I don't know. Like, I don't know right. why one of them... I don't know why I wrote one song, so I couldn't tell you why I could write two or more than whatever. Sure. So when it's done and over with, it's always like, well, maybe, maybe another one will come. I don't know. And so that was... I, I had a line that I was... I don't know what line it was at this moment, um, but I jotted it down in the middle of the day, and then right before I went to bed... I was like, oh, shoot. I wanted to see if I could just put like a quick little chord progression to that line. And then as I sat there and should have been going to bed, I was like <laughs> thinking, oh, this could be a song about, you know, wanting one more time, one more chance to yeah. write, 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 write a song. So right? the, pretty, the pretty lady is a song, you know. Ah. Let me Nice. Gaze a little while in your eyes. I just want hope, hoping that I get inspired and one more time. One more, that's awesome. So yeah. cool. Really cool. So that one's that, that's what that's about. So we're listening to Brian Wall live right now on Wave Radio Boston. So if you uh, have any questions or are interested in talking to Brian, if you're shy, if you want to call in the Abrams Listener Line, 617-829-9283, uh, Papa Andre, text line 617-764-9283. If you're shy, and you can uh, ask Brian some questions about his songwriting and his wonderful music that he's playing right now for us in studio. Uh, we're so privileged to have you here live right now, Brian. Thank you so much for taking time out. Well, thank you for having me, and this is a blast. Yeah, it's so, nerve-wracking, I'll tell you that. Oh, come on. There's nobody watching you. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's the two of us. <laughs> well, he knows us. It's easy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Uh, you got like two, two more tunes, three more tunes you want to do, and uh, we'll take a quick break after that. Sure. Yeah. So whatever you want to go with, uh, maybe tell us what the next one is and inspiration or or not. Uh, <laughs> you just play it. Whatever you want to do. I'll just play this one. Well, it's a deep one. It's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that right? Which capo is this? I, so we played this. Uh, we played. One gig during the pandemic, it was outside at um, Hampton Beach. It was actually on the beach. It was one of the coolest things I ever did because we were actually facing the water. 
No kidding. It was so cool. Was it a private event? Or was no, it a- no. It was like, it was supposed to be, they normally would have these at the hat shell or yeah, yeah. the half shell, what do they call that place? Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, like you couldn't be there because of the, the street and everything was blocked off. And so we were on one of those little like round pop outs that faced the actual sand and water. Sure. And it was, it, you know, the sun was going down. People were still out on the beach. It was, it was literally almost 100 degrees, but. <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah. But you're facing the ocean, so you got and you I, got a breeze. And I forgot what I forgot which capo, which spot, which fret to put the capo on. And I started off way in the wrong spot. And like, I'm like, what is happening? I can't like, I can't tell why I'm <laughs> off. And like, then it dawned on me, like, that's not where the capo goes. <laughs> so I just have that moment every time I play this. I'm like, what capo is this? And the the drummer was funny. He goes. You didn't stop though. He goes in the middle of it. You just grabbed that thing and slid the cable down. He's and kept going. I was like, "Yeah, well, what am I supposed to do?" You're supposed to do right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. That's funny because one of the guys I play with, Matt Seops, you know, we played a a couple weeks ago, and um, now I've been taking lessons. Your ear gets a little bit better too, and uh, we started a song, and I looked over to him and I said, "Hey, Matt," he's like, "What's up?" I go, "You got your cable on. You're in the wrong key." He's like, "Oh shit! I knew something was wrong, but I picked up on it." Normally. No, two years ago, I would have been like, oh, I'll just sing That's through That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> weird. It was off. Yeah. But I knew right away. I'm like, nah, there's something wrong with this. And I looked at him like, dude, your capo's in the wrong, you're still in the wrong key. He's like, oh, shit. That so, makes total sense that you've you've been able to take that knowledge and apply it. To pick it up. Yeah, yeah. You, your ear gets better, too. So, All right, so what so do you call this one? This is a song called Crazy. Oh, it must be written after me. <laughs> How do I get you alone? I want to please you Although You are a shy girl, I know You got a wild side Cause you give it away with those eyes You just can't hide No matter how you try Your body just won't lie to you No matter how you try 
nice very nice man so that one uh i love those chord changes first of all and i love that little uh thank you that to me was more of a dave matthews feel too a little bit yeah i definitely have a dave influence i'm a huge dave fan and not in a bad way I, i'm not comparing oh, at all because i know yeah, people you like, know early on or uh, early on when you're like a new musician you don't want to be compared to anybody and at least for me now when I'm older, if someone says that sounds like somebody, I just oh, I, take it I'm as the a same flattering way. Thank compliment. You. I'm yeah. like, you know what? That's, that's when we put fantastic. our album out. People are like, oh my god, that sounds like uh, like a such and such song. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll take yeah. it. That's, like, that's whatever. Yeah. Those people are famous. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I would lie. I'd be lying if I didn't, you know, have crazy amounts of influence for certain artists. Of and sometimes when you're in the moment of writing it, maybe you get into their headspace. You know? Yeah. Well, you were listening to something and it triggered something. But yeah, absolutely. Um, so a couple of things before we get to the next one. Um, one, you talk about playing that on the beach, looking over the ocean. I've had a, the luxury of playing uh, over looking over the ocean quite a bit it's the last great. couple of summers. And it's just some beautiful feeling that just comes over you. Oh, yeah. Like as powerful as the ocean is, it also like triggers this like just, just 
um, raw emotion in you. I agree. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Like it's just the the tides, whatever it is. It's like, but you're how it's can bigger, you go wrong? It's so you're, much bigger than you. It's so much you know. Yeah, it's so, and it's like you're singing to the ocean. You yeah, know? Like, exactly. And then uh, I'm watching you play, and I'm thinking like, all right, so college, UMass, blah blah blah. Although it seems long ago for you, it wasn't that long ago. Nineteen years, you were nineteen years old. I mean, it was, but it wasn't right. Not too. I mean, I'm forty five, so right. But do you ever think to yourself when you're playing like, like reverse back to like, oh my god, like I can't believe I'm playing like this now. I never thought in my life I'd be uh, playing yeah, guitar like yeah, this. Yeah, I never thought. I'd be able, <laughs> I mean, I never because I started so late. I just never thought I'd be playing late, guitar. Try it at forty seven. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me beat there. That's for sure. <laughs> But I mean, it's, even now, like the small accomplishments I've made, I look at myself and I'm like, I can't believe it's only been a year and a half I'm doing this. So for you to watch you and other players, I'm like, there's got to be a moment sometimes you look at yourself and go, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. It, for sure. Absolutely. Yes. I would, I would say so. Awesome. Awesome. All right. What do you got next, man? I'll do one more. Take a quick break. Sure. Uh, let's see. I'll do... Um this is the most new song I've written, and I actually do need the words. On the way song. over, like Johnny Cash? No. no. Actually, do you mind if we take a quick phone call? Of course, take a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> it says, hi, Dr. Paul, about the music being played in the radio. Dr. Paul? What am I, Dr. Phil? You know who that is. Hello, caller. Hey, I don't want to interrupt this uh, concert, but I thought I'd check in. You call me Dr. Paul? I said I didn't want to interrupt this call. No, I know, but on the on the call line says Dr. Paul. I don't know. I didn't know what to say. I just said <laughs> if, you're, if you're tuning in right now, it's Papa Andre on the line right now. Brian, say hello to Papa Andre. Hello. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm great. All I can add to this whole conversation you guys are having tonight is that I envy the talent that you guys have in writing and playing. It's something that... Uh, I wish I could have had once, but I didn't, so I'll have to listen to you guys and envy you. I don't let him fool you. He's got a great voice, by the way. He's just being humble. No, I'm talking about composing, writing, oh, and stuff yeah. like that, in an instrument. I, I should have stayed with the piano I played at 10 years old. But it's never too late. I gave up. Too late. It's never too late. I said it's never too late, and there's Lorraine in the background going, too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm torn between two women now. <laughs> Which one's that? Who's the second one? Kim. Said, yeah, I said it's never too late. Too late. Oh. Too late. Hey, back off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Worry about it. I'm not a threat. So, uh, excellent work out there. I mean, how many songs did you write? 45? Yeah, I've got about 45 written since uh, November of 17. I've written... <laughs> I, well, I wrote a lot of songs in that period of time. I wrote, I wrote more... I've written more overall. Like, I've... I, you know, I wrote a handful here and there, but never really on a constant basis where now it's so You're going to give Elton John and Brian Wilson, them guys, a run for their money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they, they probably write one a day for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> probably not anymore, though, so it's time for some new people. Brian, to Brian Wilson doesn't even write a card a day anymore, probably. <laughs> well, you well, know, it's that whole thing. Have to. You don't know when the last one's... You know, yeah, that's what yeah. you were saying earlier, Brian. You never know if you, it's going to be your last know song. It's going to be the last song. You know, the well could be dry. I don't know. Well, it's not that. In his case, Brian Wilson. I'm sure the well wasn't dry. I think he just ruined himself he, by abusing himself. Oh, absolutely, happened. absolutely. Yeah, he he yeah. he made but too I mean, many withdrawals. If he'd have kept the same, <laughs> if he was sane, 
and he wouldn't did it all, he didn't do all the drugs he did. It would be uh, probably going on and on for a long time. Well, the problem with that, though, is, and it's a proven fact that when you're a genius, you kind of, uh, you can't be sane. <laughs> All these you're, you're borderline crazy. Exactly. As you're a genius, you're borderline crazy. So Most of your, psych- most of your psychiatrists are a step away from an asylum. So <laughs> That's why I don't go to them. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. They come to me. <laughs> so... Uh, I have to go watch my show, so I thought I'd check in before it's too late and uh, tell you that, first of all, I'm enjoying your music, and I appreciate the talent and the knowledge of music. That's something that I don't have like you have, and it's a gift, so enjoy the gift. Thank you so much. You're too kind. No, I'm not. No. Wait till you see me when I'm a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, t- don't, don't tell people he's kind. He doesn't want to hear that. You were talking about uh, lugging equipment into rooms and stuff. And uh, when I was a teenager, my buddies had a band. They played at the local dances around the city of Lowell and stuff. And yeah, and they were they playing. They were playing Hammond B threes. Huh? So they were playing giant organs and uh, huge amplifiers back then too. Well, they, we didn't. They didn't bring the organs upstairs, but the drummer had to bring all this stuff. And it was in a little bedroom that Eve's had on the third floor on Cabot Street in Lowell. There were all the people had to lug their equipment, amplifiers, and the room was as big as my living room here, Paul. <laughs> so, hey, you make it work. A little loud in that room. You, you make know? it work, you know. Yeah, that's all they had to rehearse in. So they practiced there. Then they played the local record hops. There used to be in them days a lot of dances, a lot of record hops in the city every. Every neighborhood seemed to have a school dance or something, so they would be a lot of bands in Lowell then, and they were bouncing all over the place, playing different venues, you know. I'm sure Brian can relate to this, too. Anytime I hear a drummer or somebody bitch about having to lug their equipment, I'm like, well, you chose to play drums, not me. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, I, sorry. So I, but I, a good drummer is uh, really worthwhile. Absolutely, but I don't want to hear a bitch about carrying them. No. Yeah, I don't know. And I when mean, you get rich enough, you can get other people to carry it for it you. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I did play drums no, in a but, band, and uh, I did not. I did not complain. No, it, it's because you're it playing. Is what it is exactly. It is what it is. Yeah, complaining well, about it isn't going to move them. No, no. Nope. Your mother wants to know how much you pay. She'll lug your drums for you. She said. <laughs> My mother. The yeah, bass yeah. drum. The bass drum is bigger than her. I know. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Hey, by the way, we had a one. Before you go into your food segment, I'll, I'll uh, finish this off. off by saying we had a wonderful evening Sunday night. And uh, I know you're going to cover that in your food segment, but I just want to let you know that we thank you all. We had a wonderful dinner at Scola's. The waitress was excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought she was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah she was great. Was awesome. Very kind yeah. and, and efficient. Uh, everything went well. It was great. It was a good time. Good time. We'll and the by private the way, room it was so you. good that we're having... Probably sixteen or seventeen people in the same room, I think, for New Year's Eve. So, oh, very nice. Make sure the yeah, heat's on. Significant others and wives and whatever else they have are coming. So, we may even have Mister Northeast Entertainment come. He well, said he's going to do it hey, just to get there. Make sure the heat's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to listen to that again. But I didn't book the party. Terry's in charge of this one, so. Oh, good. They you can yell at her then. Did you go in and tell yeah, us cold? Let's go in and say it's cold in here. I'll probably yell more than the others, just to get back. <laughs> what time back is your reservation at? Six. Oh, man, you'll be there for the ball drop. <laughs> well, the ball drops whenever I tell it to. Oh, Jesus. 
9.30, 10 o'clock, 11. Sometimes your mother and I make it till midnight, so who knows? Yeah, remember the last time. But, but you know, if you're going to feed that many people, you get there at 6, you're not going to get out of there till 9.30, 10 o'clock anyway. No, that's why I made the reservation there for 5, because I figured you sit, you chat a little bit. Then you and we were there till 9 o'clock, right? Yeah, but that Almost was good. If, if we got there at 6, we'd have been there later, right? Yeah, it was good, though. It worked out good. Nobody threw us out. They didn't rush us out. They were still partying in the other room. You so. think I knew what I was doing? I should do this for a living. Yeah, yeah you know what you were doing. You, <laughs> you know a little bit about uh, restaurants and music and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So Sunday we're going to be going to uh, the Boston Pops in Lowell. And yes. Aunt Paulette's going with her two daughters and... Kathy, Uncle Paul's daughter, is going with her husband. So there's going to be, I told Chris, I was talking to Chris, you know, her husband, Chris. Mm-hmm. I said that Chris, I Paul, let's go in with the girls, but they're sitting in the non-drinking section. <laughs> <laughs> is there a non-drinking <laughs> section? No, I'm kidding. It's definitely not in my they, section. Where they sit, there will be. Right, where, right. where, yeah. where they sit, there will be. Yep. So um, I guess everything is going well. We're going to go there. Then we're going to use your gift for dinner after or, or something after. And you're going to the matinee, over. right? Yeah, it's at 2.30. So. Oh, time for the dentist. Time for what? The dentist. 2.30. 2.30. Waka, waka, waka. You don't get it. Tooth hurty. Tooth hurty. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I can't get that corny that quick. That right off. It's awful corny very quick, so I couldn't <laughs> jump into that. Well, listen, I'll let you guys continue with your music and uh, enjoy your evening. And I don't want to tie up the lines. I know they're all people are all backed up trying to call Pumped in. Up. Yeah, you yeah. can see it right now. It's blinking everywhere. It's giving me a stroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go blind. Don't no. go light blind. <laughs> but, Brian, you're doing great. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. And so, uh, so where do you, you play locally? Do you play around here at all? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was just at Merrimack Ale in uh, Lowell. My band is playing this coming Sunday at Newburyport Brewing from 3 to 6. Um, so, yeah, we, we're, we're just starting to get some gigs. Brian does a lot of solo stuff, too, in the southern New Hampshire area as well. And yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I just seen something today on uh, my computer that, there's oh. a brewery that's going to open up in Tingsboro, I guess. Did you know anything about that, Kim? I saw it myself. The um, one of she Shanahan. Me, she didn't tell me anything about it. She's holding back on me. With Mary Beth Shanahan that owns the Dream Diner got approved for a brewery license where that pet. It was like a pet. Oh, right, oh, that ne- right next yeah, to yeah, the. Yeah, the she owns that land, so she's looking to contract oh, yeah, out a brewer. That's a perfect building for a brewery. Yeah. That's a perfect building for a brewery. A giant. That's the old Red Lobster, isn't it? Uh, nope, the no, old no, Red no. Lobster's up by the mall. The street. Yeah, across from the it's, golf it's, thing. Yeah, yep. That used to be a restaurant. The, the Mexican restaurant, I believe, and her restaurant, uh, right after her restaurant. Yeah, that used to be a restaurant. It used to be like a seafood place, you're yeah, right. I, think I it was, forget what I it was called. It was Red Lobster. It was yeah, not. A long time ago. Red Lobster was where like, the um, like smoke... They said they made it a pet store of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well so, they're going to put a brewery in there. They're probably going to have a special beer. Dog poop special or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. They'll probably come up with a new taste. The, uh, so I don't believe she's not, she's looking to rent, rent it out. She's looking for a brewer. Oh, we should talk to uh, well, so Wayne she's not Daigle. Be... Uh-huh. Talk to Wayne well, Daigle. We'll see what happens. Solution but, Brewing. Uh, he owns the land to that Mexican restaurant, too. What is it? La Santa. What do you call that one there? La Santa. 
La Santa. She owns that land, too, that restaurant's on. So am I saving you some room at the Whoop and Weft on Saturday night for the Hell Hall in the Towns? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I don't know yet. That was a quick answer. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm right. going out Sunday all day. I mean, this is a lot. A Come lot. on. You only live once. Well, I want to live a little while. Well, that's right. So you're going to live. I want to die in one week, for Christ's sakes. All right. Maybe I'll we'll see you. I'll talk to you before then. It's only Tuesday, for crying out loud. It goes by fast. You're playing at 9 o'clock? Yes, sir. The Patriots are on Saturday night. What is wrong with you? Hey. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Patriots Indianapolis Sunday night, Saturday mm. night. They're not paying me. <laughs> All right, I'll be talking to you this week. Never know. Good Never talking know. to you. I don't want to hold you up because Brian's got stage fright. I don't want him to walk out on you. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> don't forget, you got Paul and Kim watching and me on the radio. That's all you have to worry about. And I'm hanging up, so you're down to three. Don't worry about it. You're all set. All right. Good night. Thank all you. right. Be good. We'll right, talk to you guys, soon. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye, everybody. That's Papa Andre's weekly call right there on Wave Radio Boston. Hell Hall is rocking through review. We could do one more start. Brian Wall, take a quick break, come back. So, uh, Brian, what you got? Uh, so this is one I wrote. I wrote this November thirteenth of this year. It's called. Oh, that's like quick. Yeah, it's called Autumn Leaves. So this is the newest song I've written. Not to be confused with the jazz standard Autumn Leaves. <laughs> the one that you can't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Cor- correct. Actually, that was all the things you are. I still can't play either of them though. So this, yeah, here, here we go. Start slow, finish fast Don't be late, don't be last Get in line, pay the tax You're doing fine, just relax Ebb and flow, stay on task Think twice before you act Read the signs and check your facts Get it right or get the axe
happens more each day A little voice inside me Tells me what to say I don't always listen I don't always hear And I disappear completely When he's talking about my fears I'm scared that he may tell me I played the game all wrong Cause I never hit a triple It was just a long foul ball So I'll talk about the weather It's really nice this time of year Autumn leaves and wool knit sweaters And winter's drawing near Yeah, winter's drawing near Getting cold, feel the chill of growing old. Count your gold, you've got your fill, your body and soul. inside me and tells me what to say I don't always listen I don't always hear and I disappear completely when he's talking about my fears I'm scared that he may tell me and I play the game all wrong cause I never hit a triple it was just a long foul ball so I'll talk about the weather it's really nice this time of year autumn leaves and wool knit sweaters which is drawing near yeah, winter's drawing near oh, Winter's drawing near Yeah, winter's drawing Yes. I'll tell how, you what, how weather appropriate, how seasonally appropriate right well, now. Well, too. actually, I'm glad that you said that because literally I'm picking up the music is besides the lyrics, but you really compliment the music. I feel like, I don't know. It's like, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I'm feeling like I should be sitting in like a, a campfire. Ca- no, not even a camp, like a field. Like, you know, you're feeling the cold and it's kind of the wind blowing and like, you know, it's coming, but it's so beautiful. At the same time, right? Like you're like, yeah. I hate the snow and the cold, but I do love this change of season. And like, it's warm. It's a warm but cold feeling. It's it's awesome. Thank you. I Very appreciate nice. It. So we got Brian Wall here uh, tonight on How Hot Is Rocket Food Review. We're live from Wave Radio Boston, Westover in eighteen forty six Tavern Studios. The listener line six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three. Text six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. We'll take a quick break, come back, listen to a couple more tunes from Brian, and then we're going to talk about, uh, I think we're going to talk about, what are we talking about next? What happens after that? <laughs> Beer and food? Oh, uh, yeah. No, we're going to talk to Brian a little bit more. I'll have him play yeah. more tunes. Right, exactly. All um, right. Yeah. We're going to listen to a little bit of American Fire by Christian Montgomery, and then uh, Warm Bath Eyes by Jen Kearney, two local great artists uh, that we've had on the show. And we'll be right back here on Hell Holly's Rocket Food Review. Stick around. One, two, three, four. 
Advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button! Wave Radio Boston. Internet radio for the cassette generation.
some kind of litmus just for this So I wouldn't have to sweat and guess and miss If you're feeling a thing, feeling a thing, feeling anything like I do I'm a proven master Learning with extreme disaster But baby, I'd hire me a cleaner crew and have a cycle tell you a little bit about the Westover Inn. They are our sponsor at here at Wave Radio Boston, located in the Green Mountain National Forest, just two miles from the base of Mount Snow. Super convenient and centrally located from all major attractions that Southern Vermont has to offer. The inn has 12 gorgeous updated rooms, each with a private bathroom. We all know how important that is when you go and stay at an inn. 
it's always nice to have that cozy at home feeling but with your own bathroom <laughs> squeaky clean fresh yeah. feeling without anybody hearing you yeah with your own bathroom <laughs> or smelling you but it gets even better the in-house is the 1846 Tavern, which boasts a ridiculously delicious menu with rotating craft beer and cocktail menu. So when you're planning your next trip up north, check out the Westover Inn in Dover, Vermont, and you can check them out on the web at westoverinn.com. And it's right next to Mount Snow, one of my favorite ski areas mm-hmm. in Vermont. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Mama Kim. Welcome back to Hell Holiday's Rock and Food Review here on Wave Radio Boston, live from the Westover Inn 1846 Tavern Studios. We are here with Mr. Brian Wall, and before we get to some more music, I'm going to ask a couple more questions, Brian, if you don't mind. Shoot. All right, social security number, uh, birthday. <laughs> mother's, uh, mother's maiden name yeah, mother's and the it. first car first I ever pet. bought. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> well, I'll write those down for you later. Yeah, thank you. Yep. No, uh, but uh, we always ask uh, a couple questions uh, for our artists, um, especially uh, what's your... Like, uh, boxer briefs. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, with the tight with a belt or no belt. Um, <laughs> Is there any other way but with a belt? <laughs> Suspenders. T-shirt tucked in or in just in the pants. Lots of reasons suspenders. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, that's <laughs> no. fine. That's what we like. You have to do that stuff. <laughs> I'm going to throw you off. Throw me yeah. off too. It's beautiful. Uh, that's radio for you. What uh, musical influences? I mean, uh, everybody has influences in music, but sure. Uh, what are your what are your yeah, major I mean, we influences? Yeah, we talked about Dave Matthews earlier. Yeah, yeah, obviously, I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan. Uh, I would say, like, if I had to pick my two all-time favorite bands, it would be Pearl Jam and Fish. Cool. So they're okay. kind of like on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, but those two, like, if you know, if I had to pick two, that, that's that, those would probably be the two. And then, um, for the writing that I've been doing recently. I, you know, I I think I was in like a Tom Petty phase, some Beatles, sure. uh, Dylan. Uh, really love you know the storytelling, and you know the lyricist that Dylan is is just obviously. Well, I'm glad you said lyricist, not vocalist. But yes, <laughs> I like his vocals. He, you know, depends on what I, era. To well, me. so as a, I don't fancy myself a singer because I never really sang until I, I mean I did sing a little bit, but like I never sang, and I was never the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it now out of necessity because I have all these songs and it's like, who's going to sing your songs? And I now in, really enjoy it. And um, what, I f- what I appreciate is that Dylan found his voice, you know, because not everyone has... Pre-motorcycle accent or post? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he j- you know, he uses what he's got. Yeah, to the, no, no. You know, and it works for him. And of course... And it works so much better for everybody else that records do, his music. It does work for everyone else. That's the best part else. about it. I know, I know. <laughs> and that's uh, why I really appreciate Dylan, because he's a masterful writer. Oh my goodness, yeah. And when people take his music and they make it their own and it sounds incredible, you're like, that's another Dylan tune, another Dylan tune, yeah. another Dylan. Yeah, like, but, you've got to give it that. You right, know? and I think at the, at the same level too, like what Brian was saying, I think that somebody singing their own music, that you know, their imperfections in their voice or maybe their delivery yeah. may not be perfect, but right. you, you, feel you, you feel it. You get the feel, yeah. the passion that comes through in, the, in their writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're, we're all like given this instrument that's buried in our throats. And we can't see hey, it. Hey, hey. Right? We can't oh, see it's it. It's okay. It's Wave Radio Boston. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> but you can't see it. You can't, you know. Yeah. And, you can't and you tune it. You, you can, tu- but you can't. You can. Right. People don't realize that. But, but. You, don't, you don't get to negotiate, 
you know, a What's better the, one. You can't buy a new sure. one. So you just have to work with what you've you given. You work it. with it yet. And, right. And do exercises and make it better, stronger, whatever. Absolutely. You know, but here's a perfect example um, of a Dylan tune that one of them that I really love that he sings actually is like a Rolling Stone. Sure. Um, and anybody can do that. I see it all the time in bars and people do it, but it's never the same feel. Because that's one of his most powerful feeling songs, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane, I think. Hurricane, another one. Oh, uh, second best. Uh, probably my favorite Dylan song is Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like a Rolling Stone, is like it's just so important for the time it was, uh, what it's about, you know, everything. And, she, and he just sings it the way it's supposed to be sung. Yeah. We could do it. It's just not going to be the same feel. You for know, sure. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, I love that tune. You, you know? know, I don't... He I don't can't claim, do it anymore either, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't claim to know his whole catalog. Um, oh, me either. But I do know that that Desire album was the one that I really like. Fell in love with, and I just feel like it. I just feel like he got it right. You know. Yeah. As imperfect as his voice is, mm-hmm. to me that album. Is that the it, new? Is that the, new, the one that just came that's out? Got, that's got Hurricane on. It's got ISIS. Okay. It's got right. Joey. That's yeah. That was like kind of like his new that feel at the time. Like yeah. Electric and like. It's yeah. just, you know, he works with it. So, and, and, you know, of course, being a fish fan, you got to love the fact that those guys can't sing worth a nickel. And they, <laughs> I don't work, know, but they I... work with their voice. I mean, I love, I love Trey's voice for what it I is. I like it, actually. But he's not going to sing a classical piece of music. No, but, right, but, right, they, right. but they, can, they can reproduce other people's songs and kill it when they do it. Like, they, they're known for doing covers of an album or... Sure, you know, sure. and they kill it when they do it. It blows my mind. They're good at um, they're good at writing cool harmonies. You know, they used to yeah. they used to do um, barbershop quartet yep. stuff. I'm not a fish fan, but I respect the hell out of them. Just like I'm not a huge dead fan, but I respect the hell out of it. And I'll listen to certain things, and I just appreciate it. I appreciate music. Period. So it doesn't matter. That sour just hit me like right in the jaws. Oh, yeah. like a punch <laughs> in the face! <laughs> yeah, just go. I forgot what I was drinking. I was like, mm-hmm. turn my face inside out. You went from an IPA to a sour. You're like, ah. <laughs> it's like a lemon head. Yeah. So, um, so Floyd, huge Floyd fan, Radiohead, all kind, you know. Yeah. Oh, but so I'm going to ask you this question now because sure. this is a good one. This is one that people are always like, ooh. Uh, instruments. You play guitar. I play guitar. You play anything else? Drums. drums. I play drums. Vocals. I, I play bass. Okay. Yeah. If there's an instrument you could play tomorrow that you've never picked up but you want to play your whole life, what would it be? Uh, saxophone. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm up there with you. I'm either piano or sax is my two with that. So. so I would love, if I didn't have to put the work in, I would love to be able to play piano. I bet you'd pick it up faster than you think. So here's my problem with piano. It's yet another little finger movement thing. Like... I went from guitar to drums and drums was like big limb movements and it was an athletic thing and it was so much fun because it I'm wasn't... I'm glad you said that, but people don't realize how athletic drumming is. Oh, it's really it's so exhausting. Good. It is. So I find that drums, I don't know if it's my favorite instrument, it's hard to say, it, it, it very well may be because you get that quote unquote runner's high mm-hmm. coupled with the music high. Like it's this thing where you just can't get that. It's like a workout. It is a workout. I mean, it's the most physical instrument sure um except so for, i i love a tuba you <laughs> <laughs> marching with that thing on your back <laughs> so and i and, you know i so my, for my solo performance i actually bring um a drum sample pad it's got six actually it's got eight pads so it's you know kick snare toms 
hats and I can program all kinds of stuff in there. So I've got a drum, essentially a drum kit, you know, electronic. I bring a bass guitar and then I, I loop them all live and I put these, I've arranged these songs to, to be full band, one man band sure. performances. And so I, I put the guitar in and then I put drums in and then I put bass in and then I, I play to that. And Do you, uh, are you familiar with Mikey Dion from Hot Day at the Zoo? And I, I knew Mikey uh, a long a, time ago. He's with, he was uh, a Lowell guy. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a similar thing called the ODB project where he, same type of thing, brings the instruments and samples them and then. Yeah, something interesting. He was just on our show two weeks ago, and what he did was he spent some time and he just pre-recorded all of the stuff. And so he loops it. So now he just starts his song and loops it. Yeah. So I do only live performance loops. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. That's what he he was doing, and then he's like, "I'm gonna loop it all," and then, but yeah, it's it's a really uh, that's not easy. Yeah. It's a it's a (laughs) it's a cool process to watch. How everything be done technically like that? Build it up, yeah, 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 and then you know, and then I can take leads over it, and I sing over it. And what I've done is I, I'm able to, um, the looper I have is a two-channel looper, so I can put one, like I'll put guitar on channel one, and then I'll put drums and bass on channel two, and then I've got an undo redo feature. So when the chorus comes, I can undo bass, and so I can go to the change, and I don't have to worry like. What's the uh, bass going to do? I'm absolutely exhausted thinking about this. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to go. It's a lot of work. It's a lot it's to a me lot. to sit down with a pick and a guitar yeah. in, a, in a microphone. I'm like, oh. you should see the you you. I think you'd be entertained seeing that. I've live. seen the videos. It's, okay, it's impressive. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> lord. And Mike used the same thing. I'm like, holy shit. Like, put the bass down or the drumstick. Put the yeah. drumstick down or the yeah. guitar. I'm like, it's so much fun. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I just started that. It's actually I haven't been doing that a year because I I got the the drum looper in January of, of last year. And it was a function of playing solo gigs, just guitar during, through the pandemic and everyone being like, Oh, I wish, you know, I wish we could have a whole band. And I was like, well, I'm just one guy, you know? Yeah. Right. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I can be just one that's guy, exactly, but also that's exactly what Mikey said. The same thing. He's like, I can't bring my band out. So I might as well bring the band to you. Like whatever I can yeah, do to make yeah. a band. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's been huge in uh, Nashville. It's huge in Vegas, too. Really? On the streets. Street performers do it in Nashville a yeah. lot. And they're very talented, obviously, yeah. in Nashville. It's really fun. And it, and it gives me, again, I've never really identified as, as a singer. So it gives sure. me a little shtick or something so I can, you know, fall back on the overall performance. Mm. And, you know, well, then you also get the feel of it, too. It makes you feel more. Like yeah, I'm singing, all, I'm, too. Yeah, totally. So, so uh, last question before we get back to music. Sure. It's uh, your guilty pleasure of listening. So something that no one's ever going to go, Brian Wall listens to that. Oh, Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> you barely I, even let him finish the question, I and it, it was coming up. He's, he's yeah. listened to this show before. He knows I, think she, I think her pop songs are so catchy, and I... I just like her style. I just like all that stuff. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. Who said, uh, who is the other? Was it Dave Osgood that said, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, the one that Ryan Adams covered. Um, oh, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Who said, someone said Taylor Swift one time. It might have been Dave Osgood. It might have been. It's pretty funny, though. I <laughs> love that She's really stuff. talented, Taylor Swift. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not discrediting anybody who's yeah. on the radio. They're all talented for a reason, right? Right. They're there. Yeah. They're doing it's their It's not thing. my flavor, right? <laughs> right. I mean, right. Someone loves. I know, love Barry Co- Manilow, so it's like, <laughs> hey, you know, and John Denver, but like, 
love it. I'm not going to be ashamed to say it, but uh, all right. I look, Katy Perry. Okay. There you go. And not too bad to look at either. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, she has a face. She, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, Katy Perry coming up. What do you got? K- yeah. Katy Perry. Right. <laughs> you're hot and you're cold. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> ooh. Love it, Kim. Getting, breaking it down. Okay. This one, um, I don't know, from a... Um, EQ standpoint, it's finger style, so it's gonna be quieter. No, oh, I got you. Got your back, bro. It's called Morning Waves. Draw the line, let the tide wash it away Just like the wave is passing over me Pleading for more time, we never know the day What if there is no such thing as heaven? What if there is no such thing as heaven? needle in the hay or a treasure lost at sea you can change my mind what do you have to say I will close my eyes and listen I will close my eyes and listen I will close my side, maybe I've been betrayed, or swayed a little further from where I'd like to be, will you be my guide, don't make the same mistakes, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, Like wine, the messages convey feelings that are swayed when the spirit's flowing free. Life is so divine, live to the fullest every day. Worry not what you may be missing. Worry not what you may be missing. Worry not. Worry not.
Man, that was wow. absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely Very beautiful. Very pretty. Like, I love the fact that it's you, your stuff is just so genuine. Like, you just... That yeah, was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, my, uh, my Beautiful aunt, guitar playing, too. Oh, I... I so it's funny. I um, I never really finger picked, but I wanted to, so I wrote a song. Yeah. To do it. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Like <laughs> this I'm was, that's literally this was the first finger style. It, it, finger it's funny you say that because I would have figured you as a finger picker before a pick player. No, nope, just a nose picker. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny because when I first started playing, I was always like so comfortable finger picking, and then I got really comfortable playing with the pick now. Yeah. And now when I take the pick down, I'm like, ooh, I'm not so comfortable anymore finger picking. It's weird. Well, but when I first started, it was like this kind of stuff. Right. And Jazzy. I did, yeah, I did it with like a hybrid kind of thing. It was like, right. That was like, that's how I learned to play guitar. And then, Which is pretty awesome, by the way, because that's not easy to learn. Like you said, you learn backwards. Because I did that's, learn backwards. that's the stuff that takes a little time to get to. And I couldn't, I couldn't do this flick of the wrist thing it was just like i was yeah. all stiff and it just was it, it did not work for all the years i time. did in front of my mirror with a tennis racket and all the years on stage <laughs> where i had my air guitar where i'm singing i mean that was easy it's the finger picking thing that's hard <laughs> yeah the finger picking is tricky but so this one that song morning waves my uh my dear aunt you know everyone's got that aunt that's like super special to them yeah. yeah she had she passed and i was just kind of feeling Oh yeah. man, it's, was, you could totally feel it. I was feeling, I was song. feeling like this. That's how th- this song is. That of, on the album coming up on the new album? Uh, this is not on the new album. No, no. it's a beautiful I, tune. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was like it instantly. I, I thought su- sweet, like it just was sweet. It gave you that kind of warm feel. But there was something about it that reminded me a little bit of like a lullaby, like that sure. almost like soothing, like very kind of calming. It, but yeah, good feeling, not sad. You know, it was it was sweet. I liked it. Thank you very much. I was actually sure. sitting there thinking, like, if I had some edibles right now and some headphones on, this would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have some headphones on. You got you got half of that yeah. formula. <laughs> I do. Uh, all right, this one's called the spell. Take it away. Let's see if I can play it. This one's hard to play.
begin to fade as you slip away. Erase all your worries for a time, for a time. Hello. Sophisticated, always friendly, a welcome guest. The devil is in a hurry to persuade. Escape in your own world, begin to fade as you. Slip away, erase all your worries For a time, for a time Escape in your own world Begin to fade as you slip away Erase all your worries For a time, for a time You lie and you pray and you say it's over one more spell you're going under Smiling as you drift away What's done is done, is done again Escape in your own world Begin to fade as you slip away Erase all your worries For a time, for a time Escape Begin to fade as you slip away Erase all your worries For a time, for a Well done. Very nice. Thank you. So, and don't take this the wrong way by any means. Like you talked about earlier about comparisons or whatever. Sure. Um, first of all, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge folk person. I love folk music. Yeah. Huge. So you have a very folk-like quality about your, your style. Excellent. You're a good storyteller. And it's, oh, thank you. It rings true. You know, like you thank feel you. what you're singing. So. I, I do. Yeah, I have to relate or I... <laughs> right, right. Can't, I can't do it. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you think Katy Perry feels the same way? <laughs> I don't think she, I don't think I don't, she feels the same way. I think she relates more to the dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah. I think she relates more to like her A and R guy going, "Here's a song for you, singing, yeah. you make millions." Uh, but uh, you have a very Paul Stuckey quality in your voice as well. From Peter Paul and Mary, you know Paul Stuckey. Oh, that's like, amazingly like, complimentary. Like, Thank you. Well, it's a storyteller voice. Like you, you're almost poetically telling the story, not just singing it. You know, yes. it's almost like verbally like speaking it yeah. and singing it at the same time, it's which like, is not an easy thing to do. Well, it's 
That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what makes you quality, right? That's that's what makes you different, stand out. So kudos to that, man. Like you get your own style, and it's, and it's great. Like I'm not to compare you, but you have that folk style that was big in the '60s and '70s. You know, that's great. I hope so. <laughs> I don't think there's enough of it anymore. To be honest with you, I think it's a lot of people just right now and just bleh, you know it's it's out there. But uh, I think with the whole uh, southern rock bluegrass type movement has come back a bit. You know, with a lot of these new artists uh, have that classic folky country type feel to them. Uh, yeah, I which wish is good I, to hear again. You know, I wish I were in tune. I literally just don't find new music i got stuck and most recently i just signed up for apple music oh they're gonna say uh you put your penny down and get 10 cds for a penny oh i did that oh my god i, ru- <laughs> I ruined my credit doing that uh, as a who did it s- stupid young kid we no but did. like i so i was just talking to someone how I, i'm not really looking for like the new music but i'm looking for the old music that i just never like bought the cds Found, yeah. yeah like i just uh, i just started listening to um Tom Waits. I just oh, I started listening about three or four years ago. I, I I started with you know his first album and I've gone through a bunch of now. Haven't really like really dove in and like listened to it a bunch of times. So I couldn't tell you what album. You know, sure. I, I did start with the album and I listened to the whole album and then I go to the next album and listen. Yep. To the, but I don't know the names of the songs yet and I couldn't really sing one of them to you. But you know that's where I've started to go listening wise I'm like, well, so my, much favorite, music. my favorite way to do that now is either Spotify or Pandora so it's like you want to get into some artist you put the artist yeah. on that way you're not listening to the entire artist the whole time that, well that's what I want to do I only well, want Spotify, to Spotify you could do that yeah Yeah. so Apple Music lets me take that like Sting I, I, I had uh, Ten Summoner's Tale is one of my favorite all time albums and actually when I I don't write like Sting but like I wish and I could that I could pre- even just pretend to be anywhere <laughs> near his ballpark but like Surprisingly, as I'm writing, like his that album is in my head. Sure. Um, so his style is is influencing you. Well, it, it his is. Solo, his solo stuff. His incredible. solo stuff so good. I just yeah, started. It's like Peter Gabriel solo. Soul, uh, soul cages and Mercury Rising and so, like albums that I just didn't have. You know, because yeah. I always just bought an album and then I haven't purchased albums in a long time. And yeah. even when I go now, I can't. Like Newbury Comics, like hardly has any. CDs, you know, that's right. You get them online, basically. I know. At this point. So. But the funny thing is, like, so I just started getting into like JJ Gray and and Mofro. They've been around since the early '90s, you know, and they're incredible. They're an incredible jam band from South the Southern Florida area, yeah. and but they're so funky and soulful and jammy at the same time. And I just got into them like maybe six months ago. Now I'm like hooked on. I'm like, where the hell have I been for the last 25 years? <laughs> I, like, yeah. You know, and, and Ryan Bernie is great for sending me music going, check these guys out. You know, I've been listening to these guys for years, and I'm like, how did I miss this? He's the one I was talking to just today about Tom Waits. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's an he's a encyclopedia of music himself. Man, what, he is, yeah. What a what an interesting, just from listening to the few albums that I've listened to, and so like, I mean, talk about finding your voice. Let's talk about right? transitioning from like Bob Dylan from the smooth crooner type to like all oh, of a sudden like and and storytelling. I mean, oh, yeah. all those songs are just amazingly like. We get put Tom together. Waits is like so. I wrote this song last week about uh, cigars. He's like, yeah. like, how do you go from talking to I, that? Like, yeah, what I, just happened? I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Like, but um, and there's so much music to go still find, and just like. Artists that I have always it's loved. It's just never have. ending, yeah. never ending. 
You like know the, I love, I like the Stones. I, mean, I wouldn't say I, I guess I love the Stones, but like I just don't have a big catalog of the Stones, and like, well, that's now the I thing. Can go listen get, to a bunch get of off, the get off the ZLX thing and go with like the hidden tracks or the things, the B sides of albums, and yeah, that's where you find like the the, the, the really good stuff. There's some really bad stuff too, but mm. so we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, come back here and How Holly's Rocket Food Review. We're gonna get a phone call soon from Hobbs Brewing, which we're very excited to have on air. Uh, so you stick around with your guitar. Sure. You're going to drink some beer and talk with us. Okay. If you don't mind. I plan to be here all night. Then, if that's okay. <laughs> yes. And then we're going to play some more tunes. You can play some more tunes after we get done with this. Well, sure. We're, we're going to do it by ear. We don't give a shit. That's hey. what we do here. You can swear too, like that. I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're, we're musicians. We can play it by ear, right? That's, that's Well, some, the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> you can. I don't know if I can, but I'm learning. All right, we'll be back here real soon. Hell Holly's Rock and Food Review on Wave Radio Boston, live from the Westover Inn, 1846 Tavern Studios. I'm Hal Holly with Mama Kim. We got Brian Wall in the house right now playing some music. I'll be right back with Hobbs Brewing soon. Stick around.
Join the takeover with me, the boss, Mike Lachance, on Wave Radio Boston every Friday night, 7 to 9. I'll be playing the loudest hard rock and heavy metal you forgot you'd love to hear. Make sure you join me every Friday night, 7 to 9, on Wave Radio Boston. The takeover with the boss, Mike Lachance. Turn it up! Sort of like I've been 
Rockin' Food Review here on Wave Radio of Austin. You just heard Heads Together by Michael Bernier and Reflection by Emily Desmond. We are back here now with one of our favorite times of the night. Not not discredit you, Brian, because you've been fantastic. This time. <laughs> uh, but we do love beer. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> I love music, but... I, I love beer, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many people that we've had come in that say that they, they don't. So, you know, no, it's kind you, of a good... Just the ones in recovery. It's a good fit. It's a good fit. <laughs> just the ones in recovery. Yeah, you know, we have... Um, oh, I used to love... It. What did uh, George say to you that night? Oh, my, my last call was, was many years ago. <laughs> someone who quit drinking many years ago said, my last call was many years ago. I love that. That's a great line, right? <laughs> but it's funny, just to kind of a little bit off subject, but having to do with the show, whenever I tell people what the subject is of our radio show, I'm like, music, food, and beer. Who, who doesn't like that? Yeah. And that covers everything. Kind of. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's people that don't like that. Footloose. <laughs> Well, that's not real life. Yeah. Oh, it's real life for some people, I'm sure it really true, is. True, true, true. Not our life. So, are you giving me the... Uh, I'm giving you the nod. You go ahead. Oh, I wasn't sure if you were going to give me my intro. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. It's I, been a week. Aren't you week, the radio week. producer? <laughs> oh, no, I'm a radio producer. You're producing this show. Keep it up, the beat. Mama Kim, sponsored by Navigation Brewing, Lowell, Massachusetts. And Mama Kim, who do we have this evening? Tonight, we are welcoming Hobbs Brewery from Ossipee, New Hampshire. And we have Ash Fishbein on the phone. Are you there? I am. Well, hey, thanks for having me. Hey, of course. Of go. course. No, thanks for giving us a good beer. <laughs> <laughs> Did I pronounce your name last name correctly? Uh, Fishbein. Yeah. Fishbein. Great. I'm, I always want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm a stickler for making sure that people's names are, are pronounced correctly. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're really excited to have you. This, your brewery and uh, your beer is, is pretty new to us. We've not been to the brewery. We've had your beer before. So we're always excited to be trying new and talking about new places. So Give us a little bit of background. Um, let's talk about you first, because um, when I just found you on LinkedIn, I was also delightfully surprised to see that you had a background in um, creating mead as well. So um, give us a little background on you. Uh, sure, sure. Thanks again. Um, so I started uh, making mead uh, back in uh, 11th grade in, 2000, uh, in 1998, sorry. And uh, it was really uh, by accident. At that time, I was still uh, in high school, and um, I wasn't old enough to buy alcohol, so I that learned how to make fantastic. it. That is fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, the, even though this is on the radio, I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations says run out for my folks, so that's good. Well, you were like, hey, call Mr. Meetup. We're having a party. <laughs> parties and, and stuff and um, you know it's it's just been a fun journey since high school really uh, started with beer got into mead in around 11th grade and then um, it, both were just a great hobby for about 10 years and then in 2009 my cousin Matt and I 
started Sap House Meadery here in Ossipee. And for anyone who doesn't know, meat is honey wine. Uh, it's the oldest fermented beverage in the world. And, and we, uh, we started in 09. And uh, we built that company on community sustainability and then profit, what we, co- what we call the triple bottom line. And we've just woven ourselves into the fabric of the community here in Ossipee, uh, where we were both born and raised. And in 2013, I had the opportunity to partner up with uh, a good friend, friend of mine, uh, and we started Hobbs Tavern and Brewing Company. And the, there's such amazing history behind Hobbs. Uh, it's a huge, huge family that's here in uh, Ossipee. But it, it actually, that family came over here from uh, Europe, from England, in 1637. And uh, the, the building that we purchased that the tavern's in, it's a, it's a, a huge Victorian farmhouse, uh, was built by O.P. Hobbs and built as a, as a sheep farm for him and his family. And as I dove into the history of this landmark, um, and at the time it was actually going to be going out of business, I really wanted to save it and keep the jobs here. Uh, but a, a, upon searching and, and looking for the history of this building, um, I found out that the Hobbs family, uh, Nathaniel Hobbs, settled in Hampton, New Hampshire. And... Uh, he ended up fighting in the American Revolution and selling that farm to pay, personally pay, his company of men uh, to fight alongside him. And uh, he, he fought the war, obviously we won, came back to New Hampshire and settled in Levittstown, which is now Effingham. And his, you know, a couple generations later, his, his grandson, uh, O.P. Hobbs, ended up settling up here in West Ossipee. But what's so fascinating about that goes even further. The um, when he came back and there was uh, celebrations of winning that war, uh, all the high up uh, um, uh, soldiers had a had a party and they invited General John Stark and all of these you know generals and, and captains and so on, and uh, to celebrate here in New Hampshire. And General John Stark wrote a letter of regret informing uh, him that they, that he couldn't make it. Uh, he wasn't feeling well, uh, couldn't make it over. And the last line at the bottom of his letter was, live free or die, death is not the worst of evils. Oh, wow. And obviously, we know live free or die, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. New Hampshire motto. Yeah, so when we built, um, when we renovated, we bought and renovated Hobbs Tavern, uh, we ended up putting above the bar, dot, 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 death is not the worst of evils. And, of course, everybody was like, that's morbid. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, we, we use it as a great education piece because uh, the Hobbs family actually, in a, a direct insul- and indirect way, uh, had a part, big part in that fighting for our, uh, our freedom. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, so we ended up starting this uh, this restaurant with a very small brewery down in the in the basement and towards the side on the house side um, and we've always been known as a restaurant with a, a small brewery attached while we wanted to start a brewery with a restaurant attached but the the restaurant always kind of seemed bigger than us it's a, a 300 seat brew pub uh, we've yeah, got, that, that's a, that's a good uh, sized restaurant. it's a monster it's a it's a monster we've We've always got great things going on, and 
and it's always been fun. But over the last few years, we've grown so, so much. Uh, I ended up uh, building a brand new production facility 10 miles south, still on Route 16. And um, it's now a 10,000 square foot ta- uh, a brewery and tap room. Um, we don't do food there, but I have food trucks on the weekends. Uh, it's been really fun, live music during uh, the summer outside. And we do all of our packaging and distribution out of there. And then, we, of course, we still brew batches up at, uh, at the tavern. And while doing all of this, uh, we also built a brewery in Central America. Really? So we actually have a brewery down. Yeah, we have a brewery down in Belize. Uh, <laughs> we are the second brewery in the country, the first IPA in Belize. Uh, it's out of a small town, an old fishing village called Placencia. Uh, and we've been canning beer there since March of uh, 2019. Uh, we've got about, I think, three beers right now, launching our fourth uh, in the next few months. That's uh, incredible. New, new, piece, new piece of equipment coming. Yeah, it's been super exciting. So we're growing. We're, we're kind of pioneering the beer world in a beer desert, much like the Hobbs family did, coming here to fight for freedom and, 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 and start a new, new world and a new life. We're, we're kind of doing that down there, creating jobs and sparking revitalization and in uh, in the Placentia Belize, so it's been it's been a heck of a trip and a and a lot of fun uh, along. I'm, I'm the way. sure it hasn't been terrible to go to Belize and uh, hang out, and make beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Traveling lately has been a bear, but yeah, yeah, yeah right. Sure. So I got a few things to ask you. Uh, I picked out of this whole conversation yeah. already. Um, so with the mead in high school, it was like, hey guys, bring your honey. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> King Tut drink this. All the kids are doing it. Let's do this, right? So you're bringing mead to a party, but that's pretty high in yeah, octane yeah. too. And then uh, I'm like, yeah. with your history uh, in in the brewery, you like the Fitz Weatherby of uh, brewers. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite, funny. by the way. I love Fritz. I, I think that you should uh, you should put in for his position because I don't think mm-hmm. he's got many years left. I'm putting in for that. No, we're going to fight for that one. Oh, right here, Eppingham, New Hampshire. Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. I'm always curious how pe- people, consumers outside of the U.S. market, are accept um, styles like IPA. Well, especially in Belize. Yeah. Like Europe is a different story. I'll but. tell you, it is so different. So. Um, yeah, you think you kind of know it all until you do something like that. <laughs> the, we made our first IPA down there, and it's we call it a Belizean IPA. It's a, it's a cross between... Uh, it's a New England-style IPA. It's fruity, it's juicy, low, low bitterness, but it's got a nice acidity and sweetness to it. We wanted to keep some sweetness in there. Um, they, have, they have a pretty solid sweet tooth down there. And so when we launched our first uh, IPA down there, it was, it's called uh, Wildcat because Jaguar, they have the largest, uh, world's largest Jaguar preserve right not far from us. And um, we uh, ran around to the various resorts and restaurants and had fun drinking some beers and sharing it with the people we've gotten to know over the years building that brewery. And all of them, not all, but most of them, we're like, what fruit did you add? And we were like, no, 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 there's no fruit. It, it, it's hops. And they're like, what are those? 
<laughs> and that was the first time I was like, holy moly, I, I am speechless right yeah, now. Yeah, what am I getting myself so, into? <laughs> yeah, and it's been amazing. I mean, they they really like the beer. And, um, Can you get... You know, we were the first... Tw- I, yeah, is it available in the U.S.? Or is it just Belize? Uh, those, those beers that we produce down there, uh, we produce them up here occasionally under different names. Oh, um, you got to let us so know. We have a beer, yeah, we have a beer called Stripes that we put out every so often around uh, the 4th of July. And uh, that would be our hummingbird down there. Um, and then the Wildcat is um, pretty much our, our hijack, which we have on most of the time here. Um, we do tweak it just a little bit, uh, just to make it a little sweeter and, and a little less. We do take away a little bit of the bitterness from those hops, even though it's not that bitter of a beer. To those folks down there, it's a bitter beer. So you want to, so we pale that down a little bit. But, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you're not used to hops like yeah. that. It's funny. A friend of ours. They're not. Friend of ours, Tracy, just said uh, that her fa- uh, three of my favorite people. She's talking about Brian Wall, who's our guest tonight, musician. And then she just said, let's plan a trip to Belize. <laughs> I thought you were going to say to Hobbs, but I, no, no, she's, she's, she's all in. Let's go to Belize. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we're going to Hobbs, but we're going to Belize. <laughs> what's, Love to have you. What Love sparked have your you. interest in Belize as a, a destination? Um, so it's, uh, there's, a, there's a couple plays there. Um, you know, we've, we've all vacationed there for, for many years. Oh. And um, we realized while being there it's a beer desert uh you they have one major brand called bellican and it's a a standard issue light stricken lager um you know caribbean lager and like red stripe outside of of that it's not even that (laughs) (laughs) not even that good (laughs) Uh, corona (laughs) you know yeah still not there the uh but you know there's Stouts, there's different, um, there's land shark every now and then you can find a red stripe. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty few and far between to find uh, other beers. So we just saw it as a, hu- as a huge opportunity. And the other side of that is we see it as a good chess move for what's occurring in the American beer industry with uh, so many breweries. And, you know, they t- always talk about saturation points, though I don't quite think we're there. Uh, but we have 9,000 breweries in this country. Right. And down there, we are number two. Uh, I think wow. now there's three. And uh, we can distribute to uh, various CARICOM nations. Or, uh, there are 11 nations that are part of this CARICOM agreement where they can trade duty-free to one another. So this opens us up to 11 other uh, Caribbean islands that we can trade with duty-free. And um, I see that as being a massive growth play over the next five to ten years. That's sure. A, that's a great, great angle on that you one. You know what? Especially like you say, it's not – a lot of these places are not, you know, primarily resident occupied. It's people vacationing, vacationing and traveling. Yeah. And like you said, you couldn't have been the only one that went there that was in search for a good beer. Yeah. And it's not – you know, I, I, I love beer. I do. And I, wherever I go, I obviously want the local food or the local beer and the local experience. Um, but, you know, there are also except times for, you, except for you want. <laughs> <laughs> there are just times you want, you know, a, a good IPA or, 
or just a different style beer to kind of cleanse the palate of of lagers. Did, did you, you, you mean did like you? most mornings when you get up? <laughs> like, <laughs> like every Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you buy a house there yet? Uh, the, the, we have we have properties down there. There you go. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome, yeah. good stuff. You're yeah. like you're like Boston Georgia yeah. breweries. <laughs> <laughs> So let's, yeah, it's been it's been a fun trip. I'm sure. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the beer. So we picked up uh, a yeah. couple at um, where did we get these? We, we, Craft beer store. Oh yeah, we went to the Nashua one. So yeah. we were we were lucky enough to pick out four different varieties. Four of the, yours and four hundred of everybody else's. Yeah, <laughs> at the craft beer cellar up in, in Nashua, um, we got the Jacked Up, which is a, a double IPA, and I noticed that it says it's a. Um, a double version of the hijack is that one of is that would you consider that a flagship something that you regularly offer yeah so um we are are we're slowly finding out what our staples are we mm-hmm. recently got into distribution into uh, new hampshire and massachusetts uh, we've always been self-distributed here in the state and uh through covid we uh, partnered up with a couple distributors and you know what we thought was our flagships uh, you know once we got it out into a, a more broad market uh, things kind of changed a little bit for us so uh, what's become our flagships are uh, hijack jacked up salinity now um, and probably black sheep uh, lager um, with a with a pale ale close behind um, but Jacked Up is, is just an amazing fruit-forward uh, double IPA. Yeah, the, it's this is totally my style, that like sort of peachy. When Belize, they said, what kind of fruit did you put yeah, in this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> peachy, but no, no, no peach included. It's, it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's really good, really good. It's very smooth. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. just the right amount of haze, Thank in you. my opinion. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's not chewy, but it's no. got that... Really n- nice. It, I mean, eight percent. It's my favorite. Say, never, I was just going to ask you, yeah. the, as a double, it's got to have a high alcohol, right. but you don't. It's not hot. Which is my favorite type of double when it's so smooth that you're it's like, so I can sp- drink twelve of these, yeah. and then you're face first in the beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Belize, and then yeah. You're- <laughs> and, and your la- and your laundry's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so th- what? The Monday, ha- Monday morning again? Is, we, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Every goddamn Monday morning. <laughs> Uh, I love the the artwork on the can too. You have a punch buggy that's jacked up in the front with a hop underneath it. Jacked up. Yeah, and, and we All just jacked up on we the just dude. did a full rebrand. So what's interesting about our can is uh, the H on the front. I mean, obviously that stands for Hobbs, but have you seen? Do you all recognize that H at all? Does it look familiar? Mm, no, it looks I got to see the can. She's got the can. Very, She's hiding it on me. Very classic, o- old world. Can I see it. Hold on. Don't old, say where yeah. it is yet. Right. We're looking for the eight. I mean, it's, it's yeah down underneath. Yeah, there. It's, it's super. It's. I mean, you. It's not like we stare at where that came from all the time, though. I think we probably should. Well, the VW <laughs> looks like a Herbie Lovebug a little bit. But I don't know what the the H. Just the H. Sure. Is it on Just the, the Declaration of Independence? Yes. Is it? Is it really? It's the H from yeah. it's the H from the we the people. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's Kim. the H with with a little with a little handcraft on there just to make it our own. But yeah, that's the the bit of it, and, and or the the part of that is like super important that 
uh, ties into the Hobbs history here in America. We can't really overlook just how on point Kim was with calling that. No, I feel I, like I'm we need, shocked yeah, right we really need to call attention <laughs> well, to that. Don't, that was that was don't really good. That. She's like That's all on the good. sly, like, oh, just from the Actually, he, he was kind of like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's, right. that's because Ash, I was pay t- paying attention to the history lesson that we got earlier about the Hobbs family coming in the 1600s Listen, and I watched Fritz fighting, every fighting every in night. the Revolutionary War. And yes, you I know. watched Fritz Weatherby every night, and I would never pick that up that quick. I'm just saying. You're welcome. Stick with me, kid. Yeah, I guess that was amazing. Kim. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. Okay. Totally as right. long as we make it, I pulled it right out of my ass. I'm over here pulling. On, I'm over here pulling on Disney movies. Herbie <laughs> Lovebug. I don't know. <laughs> so much I paid attention in school. What was it movie day? Herbie Lovebug. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes we surprise ourselves. So uh, next, we grabbed the um, the Salinity now. So just doing a little bit of research on it, it seems like you do different iterations of this with different fruit. Um, this one that we happen to get is a raspberry. It was really delicious. Yeah. Th- so our Salinity Now series is they're all fruited gozas. Uh, a goza is a kettle sour with coriander and sea salt. And this one um, has raspberries in it. But we do a blueberry. We've done peach. We've done a few other. You know, we have a few others in, in R&D. Uh, but this um, this one particularly has become extremely popular uh, over the last couple of years that, that we've developed it. It's nice. It's very well balanced. Sometimes the style can be a little bit pungent, you know, a little too overly soured. Um, and I did notice, and I, I love the local flair that you use New Hampshire sea salt in it. Yeah, right from the Isle of Shoals. Cool. Yep. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. We, we, yeah, also, we, we try, to, try to do that where we can. Yeah, oh, you know what's great about it? A lot of local breweries nowadays are growing their own hops, too, but you can only do that so many, you know, so many months a year. Yeah. But uh, I love yeah. seeing it. I, I really do. A lot of you know, breweries that we, we frequent quite a bit, um, and I love seeing it's all local and as much as possible, which is kind of hard. But nowadays, with the whole problem with shipping and everything, it's probably better, you know, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the back road American brown too, nice six point three percent American so brown. Good. Yeah, this is just a classic uh, brown ale. I so feel good. like uh, we we've really taken this one to an I feel another level uh, from where it once was uh, when we released it at the tavern years back, and uh, we put this through its uh, paces over the last year, and I feel like this this release has just been phenomenal um you know you get that nice malty malty backbone um you know graham cracker and um you know those savory flavors you know the caramels the brown sugars and i just think this plays really well it doesn't finish sweet uh and the hops you know they're they're cascades so they the high alpha acids help kind of balance what there is for sweetness. It's just an easy drinking beer. Yeah, no, that I, that's what I like too. Sometimes, all too often, with you know, kind of really rich browns, and as you get into the stouts and porters, they can be a little cloying. This one it fi- finishes really kind of dry. Yeah, it's, it's got this like really beautiful roasty smell, but then you take yeah, a sip, and it's not, not as pungent as you. It doesn't hit in the face like you think it would. It's yeah, like, and it, it's not over the top sweet. Like no, I said, it just kind of dr- finishes really dry. Nice. Well done, Kim. Thank you very much. I, I want to. I want to now highlight your SAT word that you just used. What the heck? You said 
coying? What? Coying. Uh, Kim is she's like so on smart. fire. She's so smart. She's like great vocabulary. She's talking about the Declaration of Independence. You're like my hero tonight. It must be because I came straight from work and I still have my blazer on. <laughs> Can you please define that? Could you please define that word? What does it mean? It sort of like sticks to your 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 teeth into yeah. your Hold into on. your this cheeks. Is, this this is a moment for this. <laughs> we got our Jeopardy champion tonight, Kim Mello. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> so something's got, it's got some like body to it, not just yeah. thinned out or something when, in, in your mouth. Or? I think of it in Ash. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I always refer to it as a term where it, it just kind of, rather than just swallowing it and it's sort of like leaving, it just kind of like it sticks around. It has a little lingering. Yeah. Okay. I like to yeah, use. It, I like to use a little bit more New sticky, England. Sweet. Yeah, sticky. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, I like to use a little bit more sticky New England term. Is usually cloying. A little mm. bit more New England style. Like, it's wicked good, kid. I love this stuff. <laughs> Dude, it's wicked good. Yeah. It's somewhere in the middle. In, in lay terms, some, it would be wicked sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not really sweet, but wicked smelling sweet. I don't know how it is, but it's wicked good. <laughs> this stuff is awesome. Well, kind of moving up the ladder, which I think that we've done with styles here, up to the Model T, the classic American ah. stout. Uh, now you're talking... This one comes in at 6.3%. Yeah, so, oh, man. Now, that has like a caramel caramel flavor to it, like a little bit of uh, malty. Mm, that's good. That's real good. And it's delicious. How do you yeah, feel about we, us tasting them? Go ahead. Sorry. So I, I got I to tell a piece of history on this beer. So uh, oh, the, awesome. the, the rabbit hole goes a little bit deeper. So the building that we're in at the Hobbs Tavern, that was once owned by Virgil White, uh, he had a mechanic shop or a garage across the street, um, and he was living at the at the location of the tavern. And he's he actually invented the uh, snowmobile. He created the skis that would have gone on the front of a Model T and turned it into a snowmobile back in the day. You know what? It's and, funny uh, you say that. I've, I've seen documentaries on that with that exact yeah. car with the snowmobile skis on the front. Yeah. To get it was better that than snow, is it was, it snow light. Yeah, it's snow tires, right? They use the uh, skis. That's right. And so uh, we wanted to tip the hat to to him, and of course, uh, that took place in in our in our building. And um, so that's what this is named after, and, and kind of keeping with tradition, our his, historic background. Um, you know, the the reason we made this just a classic American stout is. Uh, sometimes to be loud, you have to be the quiet one in the room. And I feel like having just a classic American stout speaks volumes to all of the over-adjunct pastry beers and stouts mm. that are out there. Um, some people just want a good stout, and this is a great beer to turn to. Nothing against those adjunct beers, but sometimes you just you need something, just clean flavor and a classic style. No, that's, re- that's re- really excellent. well done. It's Excellent. It is well delicious. Well done. So tell us a little bit about what we can expect, you know, coming up and down the line with, with Hobbs. Yeah. So we've got, we've got so much going on. I mean, too many. We have all these locations. We've got so much going on. So uh, in Belize, we've got the Brew Barge, which is the Caribbean's first floating brew pub. I don't believe uh, it. Prove it. <laughs> <group>. <laughs> 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 
buy me tickets or it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, um, buy me tickets. I want to see it. I don't believe uh, it. So you can find that the Brew Barge on Facebook. Go to uh, uh, Hobbs Brew Barge and you'll find it. Um, so you can see what we're doing there. We've got a wonderful menu and good things going on up here uh, at the uh, brewery itself. We brought in a ten barrel cool ship. Uh, cool ship is an, uh, a large, uh, wide, shallow vessel. Uh, open top that you do spontaneous fermentation. You put the wort in, you let the wild yeast of the winter land and, uh, and ferment for you in barrels. And we have that going on now. So we're going to be launching uh, our own version of Lambics, though we can't uh. call it Lambic on the label. We're going to be putting out uh, uh, various Lambics and Goose style beers. A Goose is uh, a blend of one, two, and three year Lambic and carbonated. Um, and we just got through year one, so we're going to launch a 50 gallons, about um, about 30 cases uh, of our first Lambic in the next few months. And we're going to be brewing some more over the next couple months as well. Um, we also have, like I said, food trucks there on the weekends. Um, we've got a foosball tournament that we're going to be kicking off inside. And um, we've got the antique snowmobile show going on January 29th. And last year we had over 50 sleds, and man, some of them were just insane. I've never seen sleds that old and just gorgeous. Um, so we, we recommend people to come out and uh, support our local snowmobile club. It's called Seven Lakes Snowmobile Club out of uh, Wakefield. And then at the tavern, uh, we've got a, a bunch of stuff going on there. Of course, we've got an awesome food menu, always putting out one-off style beers um, and things like that. But we, uh, we also have trivia on Mondays, every Monday night. And then on the 28th of January, we've got a, um, uh, a comedian and hypno, um, um, and hypnosis. Uh, hypnosist. Thank you, my goodness. Yeah, she's uh, she's, a, she's an English major tonight. <laughs> she's killing it. <laughs> and uh, that is uh, with Frank Santos Jr. So oh. that should be a really great show. I, re- I remember Frank Santos yeah. Jr. Not that I'm that old, but I remember hearing the name. But yeah. yeah. He's been around for a long yeah, time. His son's been around old. for a long time, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. So we've got, we've got some, some things going on, and we always recommend people to, to follow us on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and, um, of course, check our website out at HobbsBeer.com. Well, the cool thing is that we're looking uh, to move closer towards you. Me and Kim, uh, we're looking to move awesome. that area, so it's just kind of cool. Yeah. And then second thing is that we uh, got engaged in August, so a honeymoon in Belize would be nice. <laughs> hey. Hey. What's up, beer barge? Here there we go, go. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. How far apart is well, are the tavern and the brewery? Uh, Ten miles. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. That's... Yep. If we were yep. heading up for Mass, which would you recommend we hit first if we were then going to work our way back? Well, it depends where we're staying. Well, no, but I'm saying if we're going to work our way back. Oh, no, we're working our way back. We're staying up there. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I you know, let me know. Let me know when you come up. Uh, you've got my my contact, and yeah. um, I'll meet you and give you a, a personal tour. Oh, we love that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would go to both. They're ten miles apart. Yeah, so it's, absolutely. It's super easy. How far Turn from Belize? Finish, doesn't matter. <laughs> about, about seven and a half hours. Oh, perfect. <laughs> So is pick us up on your way. <laughs> is the um is the Sap House Meadery still operating? Oh yeah, we're uh, cranking. Um, awesome. Sap House is in its twelfth year. 
Um, we ship direct to consumer to 43 states. You can uh, buy online at southhousemeadery.com. Of course, we're on all the socials as well. Um, but yeah, no, that, and now that is right in the middle of Ossipy. That's in center Ossipy. So you could, uh, hit the, hit the tap room. Then you could hit sap house. Uh, we also do food and, and we have a pub there as well. And then you could hit the tavern, um, and give you a tour up there and, and show you around. Maybe have some dessert. So oh, I think, yeah, I we, think we'd uh, do for a spring break up there at Ossipy then. Not even for spring. Sure. Well, we mean, I'm, I'm busy. Till, yeah. I'm busy till February. <laughs> no, we're, we're so busy. It's not even funny. She's like, not even spring. You're lying. She yells at me all the time about how busy we are. So. Awesome. We we well, that's just mostly because I can't wait to get up because it it all sounds amazing. I it think does, you have man. some really awesome stuff going on. It sounds like, you know, it's never a dull moment. I'm sure you're on your toes all the time. Um, but and, and not to discredit our former guests, because we have a m- bunch of amazing breweries we've had on the on the show. But yeah. you would definitely have quite the different uh, tale in, in diversity in your brewery. So yeah, it's amazing. You know the history of the building and the the, the, the the beer itself. You know it it, it stands for itself. I, I mean, never should, mind. I think we should get Fritz Weatherby up there to, <laughs> to hang out with us too. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be surprised if he hasn't spoken about. I mean, the history there in, in itself. Gotta get him on. Well, we're working. We're working on that. We had. Uh, we did have Chronicle at Sap House. Um, I'd really like to see them do a history piece on Hobbs because it, it's. It really does have so much to do with New Hampshire's history. Yeah, especially live for your die. I mean, come on, really. Yeah. 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 It's just amazing how you've woven that in, to, and, but also with your own unique brand, like you. you you're doing it in a unique way, but stealing from history. It's it's a, uh, right. It's a really cool concept, and you're very well spoken about Thank it you. too. You're, you're, very well you're making history with history. <laughs> That's right. It feels right. authentic. You know, it feels like you have. It feels. I, I don't know you other than this conversation, but it feels like as if you actually have a passion for that, and I think that's coming through in this phone call, at least. Oh, wow. I, I greatly appreciate that. And, and we just signed Brian right. to a contract for two years. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he deserves a raise. So. <laughs> Get in the elevator, son. Ash, thank you so much for taking the time and your obviously very busy schedule to, to talk to us tonight. And we, we truly enjoyed the beer and we can't wait to get up there. Um, one more time, just remind people um, where they can find you, um, specifically with your website and your socials. Sure, sure. So uh, it's hobsbeer.com is our website. You can find out all sorts of information of all three locations. Um, and that's also on social media. You can look up Hobbs Tavern, Hobbs Brewing Company, Hobbs Belize, and you'll, uh, and you'll find us. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much again. And we can't wait to get up there. And we hope that you have a happy holiday season and get to spend some time with your family and friends. And we'll, we'll, we'll reach out after the new year. Thank you so much for your time. I, I greatly appreciate all of you. Have a great wow, Christmas. Thank you, you so too. much. And I can't wait to get up there. Seriously, like I'm so no. This is amazing. Like I'm really truly like excited to see all this stuff going on up there. Well, come on up. I'll give you a personal tour. All right. I'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cheers, all. Thanks a lot, right, man. Ha- Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, good holiday. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that was. I'm telling you, and I'm not joking, that was probably 
one of the most diverse brewers we've had on the show yeah, in over I mean, a year. Like, I, I thought it was interesting when I started doing the digging on his background with the meadery and stuff oh, that God, that was, yeah. you know, pretty unique. And then once, I mean, finding out about Belize and then all the history of the building. Well, how, and how cool. I, it might be, yeah, that was, it yeah. might have been a joke, but really not a joke. Like we could go to a honeymoon in Belize and just. We could. Go on, a, go on a ship and drink beer. On a barge. On a barge. Barge, 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 elder barge. So we're gonna, I believe the fifth. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Ryan, we're gonna take a quick break. Sure. And then we're gonna come back. I'm gonna talk real fast about uh, what the hell is happening, and we're gonna talk about scolas. Actually, why don't we talk about scolas right now? Okay. Then take a quick break. Yeah. We'll talk about scolas now. Take a quick break. What the hell is happening? Ryan's gonna bring us out with some music after that. But, uh, yeah, Scola's Restaurant in Drake It uh, has been there for absolutely, oh, my God, yeah, years. it's a staple. But I'll tell you what, it, it, it continues to reinvent itself. It continues to keep up with the times, and it's not one of those places that, you know, are you familiar with Scola's at all in Drake no. It? No. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That's okay. It's all right. Don't, don't, don't. It's just a great classic red sauce Italian place. But classic the, the, Italian, like real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I said a classic. I know, but I'm r- saying like people, you say classic Italian, that could be. A classic mama, red, red sauce be, Italian. I, I know what yeah, you're saying. Chicken but, piccata, yes. veal parm, Caesar salads, Subs. eggplant rollatini, um, done, done well. They did, I hadn't been in there in years. We've gotten takeout, but they did a renovation a couple of years back. Um, nice and bright and clean in there. Um, food stands for itself. Very family affordable. Oh, and, and takeout, by the way, is like yeah. they, they nail takeout. Yeah. Um, family style, whatever. Either way. Can't forget the scally bread. Oh, they're, they're the best. That was Joe DiCarlo, by the way. He used to own Skull Was. He was the original owner. Uh, he owned a bakery in, in North End of Boston. And that's how it started. Drake it. He's from Drake it. Well, not from Drake it, but North End. Moved to Drake with his kids, raised a family, opened a restaurant, and that's how it started. Yeah. And the gentleman that owns it now, and I, I hate to say I forget his name, but. He came out and said hi to us, yep. him and his wife, and um, he worked for Joe for years. And uh, he took it over, and, and, and it kind of went through a transitional period for a little bit, then he took it over again. And it's really, really, like, affordable, good, family-oriented. Like, it's just it's a great feel, right? Yeah, yeah. I, we had a great time. We went out and celebrated your mother's birthday, about 10 yep. of us the other night. Great service. You know, like I said, the food was was top notch, affordable. We had a great time. Yeah, there's a wine list for everybody. There's a, a beer. There's cocktails. There's but, you know, the thing I loved about it the most is almost kind of a North End type of feel. Like, they're not trying to be over the top fancy, and they're still kind of like humble and genuine and just like that 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 weird like not weird but that that feeling of like. Family. So when you go there, they treat you like family. Like, ah, shut up. You have a glass of water. You know, that type of thing. Like, I guess I'm all water. Yeah, yeah, honey. I'll be right there. You know, that, that, but that's what you want. Like, not the stuffiness. Tony Furtado. Tony Furtado. Yes. Big dude. He would kill me. He would snap my neck around 10 seconds. <laughs> He's a big dude. <laughs> but, but, you know, you walk in there, it's like your family. The minute you walk on the door, they were just very nice and gracious and everyone's helpful and friendly and, so, yeah, Skola's Restaurant in Drake It. Yep, Broadway Road in Drake It. Check them out. Get takeout. I'm telling support you, next, local. Time you, next time you have a family function or you want to do something oh, yeah. takeout, oh, get yeah. family catering, style. Catering from there is phenomenal it's as well. It's phenomenal, yeah. So And the bread's always fresh. Everything's fresh. Pasta's fresh. It's, it's really good. I'm getting hungry. 
I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> the pretzels aren't cutting in anymore. So Skull's Restaurant and Drink It. We're going to take a quick break here in Hell Holly's Rock and Food Review with uh, Brian Wall. We'll be right back. Bring us out of this thing a little bit. You know, we'll talk about what the hell's happening. And uh, have you, are you playing this weekend? Yes. Where are you playing? We're playing Sunday at Newburyport Brewing. That's with, right. You with said the that. band. With the, with the full band. Full band, yeah. The five piece. What time? Damn it. Three to six. Oh, oh nice. Sunday. A little Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, yeah. Right at, I'm going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there'll be oh, enough time. time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there'll be enough time, but I, I'm hoping to get over that. So trip. I've gotten to play uh, Newburyport a few times, too, and, and I played inside and outside. I've only played outside. Oh, outside's awesome. It was fun, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. And, and it's a great engaging crowd, too. Like They really enjoy it. Yeah, um, I think they make... Are you inside this weekend? I'm inside, yeah. yeah I hope I, so. I, I like the idea that that place sort of lets people know that, like, Music is going to be part of the experience. Yes, yeah. it's not yes. an afterthought. It's a yeah. part of their experience. And they also like let people know like they they definitely do it on original, you know, with 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 some splash of covers. But yeah. they like the original. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, it's a great it's a great location. So yeah, we'll check you out this weekend. New Report Brewing. Cool. Uh, we'll be right back and stick around. <laughs>
this is Hal Holiday on Way Radio Boston from Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review. This is Mama Kim. And I'm Mike Lachance. We are here every Tuesday night on Way Radio from 6 to 9. We'll be listening to homegrown music. Spotlighting local restaurants and breweries. And the infamous B-Side. Tune in every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 here on Way Radio Boston. We look forward to seeing you. up tonight here on Wave Radio Boston, Westover in 1846 Tavern Studios. I am Hal Holiday, your host, with Mama Kim. we got Brian Wall in studio tonight playing some tunes. We're going to do a real quick brief, uh, what the hell's happening here this week. Uh, so we'll start with Thursday. This Thursday we at the uh, Cobblestones is Chuck on guitar from 6 to 9. At Stone Social we got the the man himself, Chad Verbeck from 6 to 9. Uh, spins and Needles at Coffee and Cotton at mill number 5, 6 p.m. on Thursday. Brush Studios Holiday Marketplace. Uh, 
will be from the 16th to the 19th is going on. So check that out. Some local stuff, local artists. 603 Brewing is having an ugly sweater party at 5 p.m. on Thursday. If you haven't been to 603, it's a pretty awesome spot up there in New Hampshire. Uh, Willie J. Laws is at Sound Studios in uh, Pembroke at 6.30. A new venue. I don't know if it's a new venue, but they've been doing a lot of stuff there. Uh, Genesis at the TD Garden, 8 p.m. on Thursday. You know Genesis? Uh-huh. You ever heard of them? Oh, well, Tracy's going to that. So Tracy John. Well, Tracy John. Yeah. Uh, Scott Morris is going there. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so we have a beer tasting with Bully Boys Distillery at the Craft Beer Store in Salem at 4.30 on Thursday. So I'm down for that. I'd love to do that. Uh, Friday, Sweet Holiday Pop-Up at Navigation, 4 p.m. Not Fade Away, the Grateful Dead cover band is playing at the Parcel Off at 9 p.m. on Friday. Uh, we have Acoustic <laughs> Tandem at the Loft. At uh, in North Andover at eight at six p.m. on Friday, slightly buzzed at Ray Rocks eight thirty, uh, Store Road at Peddler's Daughter. I'm sorry, yes, oh, Stone Road at Peddler's Daughter, Peddler's Daughter in Nashville at nine thirty, J Lo, not J Lo, you know who that is by now, Acoustic at Bobby Jack's uh, Memphis Barbecue at six thirty, and Dire Holiday at Long Blue Cat six to nine. My, I feel like the Tonight Show throwing the cards. <laughs> uh, Saturday, we got uh, Roadhouse uh, Toys for Tots at Abrews, 8.30 p.m. So bring your toys to Abrews to support uh, Toys for Tots. We've got, uh, who is next? Uh, Holiday Craft Fair at Pipe Dream Brewing, 12 p.m. on Saturday. It's a wonderful marketplace at Mill Number 5 at 12 p.m. on Saturday. ODB Project, Panucci's in Concord, 9 p.m., Mr. Mikey Dion. Uh, oh, boy. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> oh, Easty DC. The ACDC trip. Wow. ACDC must be allergic to me. Easty DC, the uh, ACDC tribute band. ACDC? Easty. Easty. Easty DC. That's a tough one for you. East DC and Uncle Eddie's. That's not tough for me. Uh, At Salisbury. I didn't even know that place was still standing. Yep. Hell Holidays in the tones. <laughs> Welcome home. Hell Holiday for the home party. Uh, holiday home party at Wampin' Weft, 8.30 p.m. on Saturday. And then this is a good one. The Golden Boys, Frankie Avalon, Bobby Rydell, and Fabian at the Lynn Auditorium on Saturday. So some classic. How old is Frankie Avalon? Uh, they're all probably close to 80, if not 80. Yeah. Frankie wow. Avalon and Fabian. Think he can, think he can like still hit age. those notes? Uh, yeah, he didn't hit high notes, by the way. I thought that he did, no? No, Fabian might be a little tough. Fabian. That's my mother's favorite, by the way. My mother's in love with Fabian. Anyway, uh, Sunday, uh, we have uh, Southern, Southern Fest at Navigation. It's a Southern uh, food truck at Navigation, 12 p.m. Fun. Tea and the Gents at Cobblestones, a little soulful brunch. Mm-hmm. We get soulful uh, social Sundays at so, uh, Stone Social in Nashua, which is the uh, rib roast and all that good stuff Say they do. Say that ten times fast. No. <laughs> uh, th- this is really cool. Black and Brown owned Holiday Market at Mill Number Five, so all Black and Brown owned uh, stores and markets or products. Kim, Shakuri class at Pipe Dream. I don't need no class at one p.m. You ain't got no class. You ain't got no class. <laughs> like school in the summertime, no class. 
So uh, Pipe Dream is having a charcuterie class, though. That's pretty cool, actually, at 1 p.m. I've never heard of that before. How to build a charcuterie. We don't need it. We could teach it. But I'm just saying. Uh, holiday jazz I, guess, jam. I bet you they'll teach you how to put the, the salami in the rose thing in the cup and flip it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> holiday jazz jam at Church of Center for the Arts at 4 p.m. Sunday Live Blues with Erin Thornton at the Union Restaurant, Union Street Restaurant at 5 p.m. Uh, Breakfast with Santa at Swanson Meadows, 10 a.m. So, Brian, I know you're looking forward to see Santa. Go see him. Swanson of Meadows. Of course. <laughs> Cotter on guitar at the, uh, un- oh, the Ugly Sweater Party in y- Yankee Swap at Lynn's 102 Tavern in Hudson at 4 p.m. So, there you go. That's our weekend. That's what the That's hell's what the happening. Hell's happening. And, and sipping whiskey at Newburyport Brewery. At, well, we already talked about that, but yeah. yeah, that's it. When is that Saturday? Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. So we're gonna sipping uh, beer with sipping whiskey. We're gonna let Brian Wall take us out for one. Uh, this is it, man. This is your this is your hurrah. All right, one. This is a song called Desire. It is on the album, and uh, it goes like this. Mm, how's it go? Just like that I can see your face You're standing there Have you noticed Felt the stare Steely eyes That won't fight fair See through the lies As you disappear Oh 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 Has still got ears Whispered words Instilled with fear Silent night No one hears What you desire And what you give Play with fire Burn your tears And all the crying Won't wash the seer Light a candle Say a prayer Forever dying When the devil's near Ooh. Oh. Without a care the tension's mounting And it fills the air Nobody's watching So cavalier All these emotions You weren't prepared Walk down a road Beyond repair Don't fool around With the truth or dare Don't fool around With the truth 
Saved the best for last, but they're all so good that it's hard to say that. So. Ryan Wall, well, ladies so and gentlemen, much. right there. So fun. Thanks for sharing your music with us. Well, yes. thanks for, for having yeah. me. It oh, was a trip. I appreciate been, it. It's been a great time, man. Thank you so much, Brian Wall, right there, ladies and gentlemen, live on Wave Radio Boston. You're playing Saturday? Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. Sunday night, 3 to 6. Yes. Sipping Whiskey Music on Facebook. Check us out. Give us a like. Fantastic. Thank you all very right. much, sir. We really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight to Hal Holly's Rock and Food Review. Thank you, Skoll's Restaurant and Drink It, for a wonderful meal on Sunday and great service. Thank you, uh, Brian Wall, again, for our music guest tonight. Thank you, Hobbs Brewing in Osby, New Hampshire. Yeah, Ash Fishbein. Thank you so much for your time tonight. I can't wait to get there. Educating us a little bit about the history of the building. We can't wait to get up to Hobbs Brewery up in Ossipee. And maybe Belize soon. I (laughs) I think it's coming soon, by the way. Yeah. Hobbs is definitely happening soon. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening tonight. We are here every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 at Hal Holiday's Rocket Food Review. I'm Hal Holiday. This is Mom and Kim. Yep. Remember, stay safe, take care of each other, love one another. Life is not a dress rehearsal, it's a one act performance. Make it your best. I'm Hal Holiday. I'm Mama Kim. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful evening. We're checking you out tonight with Floating in the Sea by McKinley's Mood, one of our favorite people, Mr. Dave Osgood, Keith, all the other guys in the band. 
Thank yeah, you so check much. Check them out Friday night at Warp and Weft. Friday night at Warp and Weft. There you go. Yeah.